0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: And we're back. This is Drew sits with Tonight. I'm joined with Kyle Gallagher and Michael Lombardo. And Ryan Forks.
2: Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> what up? How are you guys doing? Thanks for having us over. We're in Carroll stream right now, right? Yes, sir. Your new pad. And, uh... It's beautiful, by the way. Thanks for having us. This Thank is you awesome. very much.
3: I'm glad you guys came man. This is awesome.
1: We were greeted by all the pets at the door. It was really cool. Yeah, sensational. Yeah, you probably were <laughs> greeted with a couple barks, I'm sure. It's
3: yeah, wel-
4: Welcoming home.
1: Yeah, that's
3: awesome. So how long have you guys been here? Uh, we are currently going to be, as of this month, on our second year lease. Yeah, we just started year two. Yeah, so we lived here last year and then uh, re-signed it for this year. And then we had uh, Michael's buddy, Billy, move in with us um,
1: to fill in the room down here. So it's me. Billy, Michael, and Cameron. Nice. Yeah, we met Cameron earlier. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we met you guys in high school uh, at South Elgin High School. You guys came from the Elgin. You were supposed to go to Elgin High School, but you transferred to our school because of the Beacon Academy. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, you... You can say it was because the Beacon Academy, but honestly, it was because we just didn't really want to go to Elgin. Right, you didn't want to go to the the bad school, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. I,
4: I thought I might want to go into like a career of broadcasting, but uh, then just quickly realized that wasn't for me. So just kind of wrote out the Beacon. Yeah, I feel like it's really
2: tough to make it in that field and not be like a weatherman in like the middle of Oklahoma yeah. at 3 a.m. <laughs> literally where right?
1: goes. Yeah, it's really hard to make it in broadcasting. I would never want to do that. Yeah,
4: few people have. It's cool to see, like on Facebook, they're like. uh wgn analysts and stuff a couple of them but most yeah. people don't make it very far <laughs> yeah that's like cool. uh
3: lauren is a lady down in florida for a new station and uh jack yeah. Bozicus i think is I think an anchorman is.
4: Yeah, anna marie shot and, um, yeah anna marie is a uh,
3: local she's over in chicago wow doing some stuff over there from from at least what i've seen so that's cool uh, shout out them if they're listening yeah boz his dad was
1: like the the teacher or something right yeah mr bozekus yeah he was also a magician yeah he also coached uh, football oh that's right um for me my freshman
3: year uh that's uh when i took up the (coughs) the great idea to also do some kicking so he also was uh kind of my kicking coach too interesting yeah you try
1: to dethrone farfan (laughs)
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, you know that man's got. You know, you never think about it, but dude, that guy can kick the shit out of a football, though. <laughs> you know, like if you saw him just out and about, you would never
2: know he was a kicker. Yeah, yeah. He's you got guys, little you, legs. You guys see Farfan? anytime? Yeah, yeah I, just, we, I just
4: saw him at a Alley like two or three weeks ago. He was visiting. He lives in Iowa, and we're in a we're in a group chat with him, so we pretty much talk to him every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantasy group chat. Uh, or it's just, like a sports betting group chat is what it started as, but now we just post like all sorts of crazy shit. And yeah, like, and then we
3: also do fantasy with him as well. So. We got a couple group chats that we're in, so we, we, we keep in touch with him. Cool. And, like, Roman, you know, so it's, like, Roman Nick. Yeah, Roman John. Nick,
4: John.
1: Yeah, John's hit me up about the pod a couple times. John's been super Iowa supportive. Yeah. I'm like, dude, let's do it. And he's like, oh, I, I'd never come back. I'm like, uh, John, oh, would, have, John yeah. would have some cool stories. Like <laughs> I know. Like, hunting and stuff.
4: He's like, he has a whole, like, page about hunting and fishing and stuff. Oh,
1: I know. I follow it, dude. They'll
4: different outdoors.
1: They're fucking
3: sick. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, he's always, uh, he definitely has his, hand, his hands full, like, every time me and Michael check in with him and stuff. He like always has something new to say, you know, like sometimes when you see a friend or something like oh, things going on, and they're like, ah, you know, same old, same old. But like, he always has something to say. Yeah. I think, yeah, he just adopted his, um, for, what, fourth dog. He's on his fourth Whoa. dog. He has, a, dude, he has a house now. He
4: bought a truck, he bought a house and he has four dogs.
2: Good
3: for him. So he's
4: like a country boy. He's, like a dad. Oh, he,
3: he's dialed in. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you, good for know, him, you know, you know, cause you know, your first job out of school, a lot of people keep it for like maybe a year or so and then you move on to something else. Right. And, uh, so I was wondering if he was going to come home and then he was like, nah, I'm not. Iowa boy, <laughs> I, I feel see like that, that suits yeah. him, man. It, oh, yeah. he's such an Iowa boy now. I feel like a lot of people go to Iowa State just like don't come back. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great state. I uh, I spent a good amount of time out there. Great
0: state. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> I mean, if now, you're ranking
1: the states, I don't know if it's top
3: ten. <laughs> it, well, I mean, for
1: out here in the Midwest, like, I'd go Wisconsin over Iowa. Yeah, same, honestly. Wisconsin. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm sure it's cheap
4: out there. Like, I'm sure you can get a nice hundred. Right.
1: But well, he's got his lady as well. Is she from Iowa or? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, but I I'd definitely put Wisconsin above it because you can fish
4: out
3: there, and there's a lot of sh- there's a lot in more than corn. Because uh, he also picked up. I don't want to spoil too much in case you bring him on, but A um, little teaser. Yeah, but you know now he's definitely transitioned more into hunting than fishing because, like, I'm right. sure, like as you know, like you know, I'm a big fisherman and stuff. So angler. Um, when he was out there for school, he was trying to find like a lot of different like waterways and rivers and streams to fish out of okay um but typically like out there like you know ponds and lakes aren't as apparent and if they are whether they're fishable or not it's kind of a question mark Hmm. so iowa state has a lot of kids from minnesota um so a lot of his friends that he he met and became friends with are from minnesota so that a lot of them are into hunting so he kind of progressed more into the hunting side over the years yeah
4: i see him hunting uh what pheasants, or okay, he yeah,
1: he does a
3: lot of
4: bird birds. Yeah, yeah. he makes like a uh, Chick fil A sandwiches, but with like pheasant in them. Oh, good. wow, that's cool! Yeah, he uh, because the pheasant you get like the breast off of them and then you cook them like a chicken and then uh, you, uh, you can yeah. just like slice it up. So, the only problem is he like uses a shotgun. So, like, I was like, no, on one of them and like ate like a pellet, right? You have to pick all <laughs> the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. those things get lit up. Damn, that's pretty <laughs> fucking yeah. cool, though.
1: Yeah, I go uh, deer hunting pretty much every year, and so me and John have talked about that just over the years, uh, it's really interesting. I've never gone like duck hunting or anything like that. Like I've never d- used a shotgun to hunt anything. It's like a totally different thing. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. you just see it and you have to like shoot it in the sky. It's fucking crazy. Yeah.
3: I want to. Uh, I had a small run with hunting like right before high school. My dad wanted me to get into it, you know, like expand like my sense of the greater outdoors. So we did some pheasant hunting yeah. at a place called rooster heaven. It's like South kind of, I'm not, I'd have to look up exactly where it is, but it's like three, four hours South of here. Damn. Um, and we shot some pheasants and stuff,
1: and just cool. It was a lot of fun though.
4: Wait, so what do you shoot? A, what do you shoot a deer with?
1: A rifle? A rifle? Oh, yeah. is that, that's different. Okay. Yeah, rifle or bow. Yeah, you could use a bow as well. I feel Like a bow would be hard as hell. It's extremely hard. <laughs> it's <really laughs> hard, yeah. You have to get like twenty, thirty yards away from it. Where the rifle, you can get like two hundred fifty yards away. You know, it's totally, totally different. Um, but so your dad. Stop. Let's you try to start. go in order a little bit. Let's go in order <laughs> a little bit. Okay, so we met in high school. Uh, we were friendly enough, right? We were all kind of friends. Like we were, we were friends yeah, with all yeah, the guys yeah. in our grade, you know that kind yeah. of thing. We played the cross. Me and Kyle played the cross together for a mm-hmm. while. Um, and Lombardo, I really didn't wasn't really that close with you until senior year when we did the whole prom stuff. I felt like in yeah. like one month we became like homies because we, we did the cabins together and then we like just kind of became like a, like a drinking buddies basically for yeah, like the yeah, last month of school. We would get let at like Gabby and <laughs> parties and stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was super fun. Um, Late bloomer of a friendship. Right. It's okay. So after high school, you guys, Kyle, you stayed back, but then Michael, you went to Western. I went to Western Illinois the harvard of the midwest <laughs> oh, is Macomb? that home is that the best uh regional school or state school or? absolutely not it's probably
4: bottom and everything that's like the joke <laughs> there um the town is just absolutely run down nothing's been updated since the 80s The only reason i went there is because like it was really cheap like you, i got a bunch of scholarships and uh, my dad went there my sister currently went there when i was at, there so i visited made some friends knew some people like um, got into a frat there, so I knew a bunch of people. But yeah. I mean, there's just nothing to do except drink. My I Macomb, mean, Illinois is in the absolute middle of nowhere. Um, the Macomies, right? That's yeah, the, 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 the Macomb homies. Macomb homies. <laughs> Some uh, of my most sloppiest moments in Macomb. Yeah, you, I mean, you can get in the bar It's like a 12 year old. I, I was going to the bar, or like the club there, they call it's called The Forum. Yeah, it's an right. old um, movie theater that they just destroyed and made a club. So it's actually like, it's the second biggest club in the state of Illinois outside of Chicago, so it's huge. Whoa. And I, yeah, I got in there when I was 16, because <laughs> like, I was, like, I would visit my sister, and she'd be, like, all right, like, will introduce me to, like, the f- some frat guys are really nice, actually, and they're, like, yeah, we'll take them, and then I just got crazy lit, and, like, I remember I felt so cool, like, I put in my story, like, and like, people went to high school, Hell and, man. like, they're, like, dude, are you in the club? I'm, like, man, I'm, like, like <laughs> right. that, right,
1: built shit. different. <laughs> yeah, little in I'm in
4: Macomb, Illinois, <laughs> um, but, no, I a special place in my heart, love that school.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I you, remember- you were
2: went- Remember going out to Iowa when I was in high school visiting yep. my brother out there. And I think I'd actually I think I went I saw with you. you and yeah, George yeah, we visited. Mendoza yeah. out there. Um oh, and we linked up one day and we were like hanging out at my brother's frat for a while. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah,
4: Ashton Kutcher. We saw remember that? Yeah. Ashton yeah, Kutcher was that a was the
2: frat. Yep. Shout out Delta Kai. Um yeah. I don't know what chapter. I <laughs> wasn't a, wasn't a brother. <laughs> wasn't in, in the frat, but it was a dope experience like going to visit
4: a college when you were still in high school. Yeah. You felt cool. cool as fuck. I mean, yeah. no. One of the funny things about Western Illinois is, like, it actually, like, was... I think they brought it back a little bit. Like, it was on the verge of closing. Like, they just... Nobody wanted to go. Like, it was just so, like, poverty basically. And, like, they finally got, like, some funding from the state. But, like, yeah, I mean, so when I say, like... I mean, for example, they are the worst college football team in the entire nation from D1 to D3 right now. They're on, like, a 17-game <laughs> losing streak. Like, D3, like, fucking, like, North Central College, like... You know, uh, North Central College I actually mean, is really they're good. Like good, I'm, right? I'm talking, like what's like the College of DuPage. Like yeah. all every COD. single every <laughs> single college football team in the country has won a game since Western always won a game. It's hilarious. Like they recruit the biggest. Like I don't know who they recruit, but they're clearly not cutting it. It's it's just fun. It's a tough sell. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very tough sell. You got get, a, get
1: Coach Prime in there. Yeah,
4: a couple cool <laughs> alumni. Uh, <laughs> They got one guy in the Saints for football who like won a Super Bowl right now with the Chiefs, and then they got uh, Rodney Harris. And you're familiar with him? He's a Hall of Famer. That's cool. That's like Rodney Harrison and went to Western. Illinois. Yeah, dude. People don't what know that fuck? he's on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, and Damn. he hates it. So I used to work in the department where um you'd call alumni and like ask for money. Like, I feel like every school Alumni that. relations yeah, or that, whatever, yeah, yeah, that bullshit. And I, I, like, so sometimes we've got like people in the NFL, apparently, like, he hates the town. Uh, he claims the town is racist, and he doesn't want to, you know, obviously be associated with it or fund any money from it. So, yeah, Rodney Harrison does not like the school. It's just a funny school. Like, you just, it's like La La Land. You got to be there to believe it. I mean, the
1: colors are horrible. The mascot's, Dude, like, ugly, right? The mascot's it's a like...
4: leatherneck. Like, right, leathernecks. Yeah, which is, like, a... It's a person in the military who flies an airplane, but the mascot's a bulldog. Right, like it just makes the whole thing makes no sense. Like the town was built by hammered people. Like every <laughs> building's like on a slant. <laughs> it's just it's funny. so funny. But th- there's just no rules because they know they can't like enforce rules. Or like no people one, won't, won't come. <laughs> yeah, right. like that's the they, only they, reason they, like, people are there. I mean, there. you can be like ten and get in the bars. It's, yeah, it's, cool. it's very relaxed. I'd say
1: <laughs> that's funny, dude. Nice. So post high school, KG, what, what did what was your steps? What did you do? So post grad uh, or post-grad high school um
3: I just probably at the time I was like I think I'm just gonna stay go to ECC I wanted to be able to work and go to school right because um, my parents were kind of like you know hey school is expensive you know you may not want to take out big loans and stuff so I was like all right I'll, I'll knock out my two years stay home get a job um and kind of take that route so it's pretty much what I did but you know throughout my experience at ECC I got to dabble in a couple different jobs and found the one that I'm currently at and then I've been there since. Very cool. Yeah. And you're working for a construction company? Uh, construction and adjusting. So we work directly with insurance companies uh, to help homeowners get the exterior of their home
1: remodeled. Awesome. Very cool. So like siding, different shit like that, right? Yeah,
3: roofing, siding, gutters, downspouts, soft fascia, garage doors, window wrapping. Very cool. That stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, recently <laughs> I was, I was uh, working with some homeowners in Elburn. If you're familiar with the Elburn area. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, same kind of thing. You know, I was giving him the, the spiel, and I told him about the garage door thing. And he's like, and he's like all right, he here, let me show you something. So he, like, steps outside, and he's walking me around the property. And uh, he's like, you said you can give me a garage door? I'm like, yeah, we can, you know, definitely try to. And he's like, so I'm, like, pointing out, like, where, you know, hail damages on the garage and stuff. And then he, you know, it was, like, a three-car garage. So it's the two and, the, uh, the two and then the single. Okay. And he, like... <laughs> he points me at the single one and it's like you could tell he hit he rammed his car into it and um he goes what do you think of this and i'm looking at it and i go i was like well your kid definitely didn't kick a soccer ball into that did he and he was just like he's like well uh, i can't he goes I, he goes i can't say and i'm like well you can tell me if you backed your car into it like i'm not gonna say anything he goes i, I can't say anything I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until the adjuster gets out here and i'm like dude you can tell me i'm like clearly you rammed your car into it it was He's got a he, pretty good
2: fucking leg. Yeah, dude, if, if it, he kicked that it, soccer ball. Yeah, he's
3: got that far fan <laughs>
2: <laughs> So, yeah, he's. So, long story
3: short, we got
1: him a garage. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. He, <laughs> do you
2: think he was just like insecure? Like, he didn't want to like look stupid. Like, oh, I backed in my garage. Or was it more of like it was a money thing? Like, yeah. he, he didn't want insurance to not cover it or something like that? I think he thought I was going to snitch. Right. Like, yeah. to some degree, which
3: I, I, I can't. Right. So. Uh, I think he didn't want to tell me he hit it with his car because he thought it would like lower his likelihood of getting it replaced. Right. right. So he was just kinda of, like literally, he was dead ass like tail oh, damage. Oh, I can't tell you. Right. I can't, I can't tell you. Like very firm. Clean
1: the fifth. <laughs> yeah. Very stern. We it had was. a roof company come out to our to our house, and they went up on the roof and they're like, "Oh yeah, you guys have raccoons or something digging up on the mm. on this the shingles." And my dad's like, "No, we don't." And they're like, "Yeah, you guys do." You. Know, we went up there, we looked at it and everything, and we ended up getting the roof right. But my dad went up there and he's like there's no there's no damage like they were just trying to get the sale or something i don't know yeah. how, how the industry works but it seemed like they were just kind of like and yeah. it's like a win-win right like they get money you know we got the free roof but
3: mm-hmm. yeah there's a uh, one company i won't say the name uh <laughs> so my my territory over the last year was Pingree grove i'd probably at least inspected like well over 70 homes over there and wow. then probably like constructed and remodeled Uh, a little bit over 50 i think that number is like 54 or 56 or something and um there was a a homeowner over there you know we were doing like their neighbors and stuff and uh he really wanted to get it you know try try to do it again have a submit the claim for him and and adjust it for him and stuff and uh he told me he had a previous company come out and they kind of were offering the same service right and first step you have to inspect it right you have to figure out what's you know up there Most insurance companies are looking for six to eight points of damaging on either slope of the roof. That's what most insurance companies are looking for. Okay. So whether that be hail or wind damage. And um, the one side of his house, like he had missing shingles, but they were very strategically missed, you know, like one here, one here, one here, (laughs) one here. And I asked him about it. I was like, looks like you got some missing shingles. He goes, yeah. He's like, last claim I filed, uh, the insurance company tried telling me that the, whoever was like representing me vandalized the house and like. Therefore, until he fixed it with his own money, like they wouldn't be able to do anything. But he didn't tell me that till like after we already submitted the claim form and stuff because I went back there to go close them and like drop off samples and stuff. So, yeah, there's some companies out there that are a little little sleazy. Yeah.
1: Right. While they're inspecting, they're kind of ripping shit off or (laughs) scraping something. Yeah. And
3: like, you know, every dad likes to be a handyman, right? So they're always like, you know, oh, are you checking this? So once in a while, you'll get that handyman dad that's like, you know, yeah, if you want, like, my ball-ping hammer, just go up there start smacking some shingles. Like, whatever you got to do to get it approved, I'm like, uh ah, dude, I can't lose my license over this. Like, right. yeah, I'm going to you know? pretend like, like I didn't hear you just say that yeah. to me. I'm like, oh, I'm where's
2: gonna. the hammer? <laughs>
3: yeah, and I told him, I'm like, if you want to go up there, by all means, you know, but
1: uh, this, is I'm gonna go, this is not my doing. I'm
2: going to go get lunch if you want to do whatever you
3: want to <laughs> do. I'll, I'll be
1: back in 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah, Jeez. But so you like it? You're you're enjoying yourself? You're, you're yeah, I good?
3: love it, man. It's, um... It really is a good job. Um, I got a great boss in front of me. He, like, is willing to show me pretty much damn near everything. Like, when I first started, it was mainly just, like, signing up for the inspection. And I would literally just, like, submit the the sign-ups for the inspections. And then I wouldn't hear back from him until he would just be like, hey, there's a check in the office for you and stuff. So now, I mean, I, you know, I meet with the homeowner, sign him up, close him, get the adjusting meeting scheduled, drop off samples, fill out the work orders, pick out colors with them, all that stuff. And then now... Insurance companies they kind of move a little slow at times, like especially if you're if you're under like a Allstate or State Farm policy. So a lot of the times I'm like calling actual State Farm, calling actual Allstate, like trying to get the desk adjuster. And then um, there's also the, the appraisal process, which is basically like if they don't want to pay for it the first few times around. Yeah, an appraisal is basically we have a third party person come out, they have a third per, third party person come out, and then it's an unbiased opinion whether it gets approved or not. So like I also have to like submit the appraisal papers, all that stuff. So. Pretty much now I do everything from A to Z, aside from actually going up on the roof and doing adjusting. That's awesome. Yeah, my my boss really wants me to get my adjustings license and stuff like that. Um, so that that's kind of been a question mark here this winter because he he you know said he'll pay for it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, make him fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) from the adjusters I talked to at work, they they say it's like not too bad, like not too hard. Right, right, right. You know, I it's I'm sure like real estate license stuff like that's a lot harder. So okay, yeah.
4: That's yeah, not the bar exam. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, the shingle, it's the shingle exam.
3: <laughs>
1: That's awesome, man. I'm, yeah. I'm,
3: I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But I, I know it's not a forever thing, so I'm just, you know, doing it because it, it, it fits my situation right now. It's good. Pays the bills. Pays the bills and some and just, you know, gives me a good quality of life right now. So. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: And so, Michael, you said that you're working in HR?
4: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: you mentioned that you're scary. enjoying it, right?
4: Oh, yeah. I love it to death. I'm just very passionate about it. No, I, I, I strongly dislike it. Crazy. Um, I, yeah. I I never thought I'd really end up this far in it. But, um, you know, given some circumstances. Pays the bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Given some circumstances, um, which, I mean, I can go into it. I needed a job ASAP. I was like, I will pretty much do anything. Um, this was What did you
1: get a degree in? Economics. Okay. And
4: I worked a job in Chicago, a sales job, like literally, like just cold calling the shit out of like truck drivers and pissing them off. Like, oh man, that's. It, be I so mean, they're bad. like, yeah, I call like 150 people a day, and like by the end of the th- by, like three weeks, in, they're like, I'm calling everybody, and they they hate me. Yeah. This <laughs> like, gets annoying as hell. Right. So I, yeah. I told you, Michael, stop calling. So me. <laughs> I, so I quit the job when I was in Chicago, and then um, I was just looking for jobs. In the midst of that, uh, I, um, nice one. I decided to. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go out. You know, I, I was going out a lot other than Chicago. And uh, this is where it all goes downhill on <laughs> uh, this special night. Um, I ended up getting robbed. Oh, man. Yeah, so I uh, I went out with um, buddy Joeyo Yo. And uh, we reached Mucho Tequila. And we were out in uh, Wrigleyville. And I don't know, we both, like, we're just gone. Just, I don't know. But, you know, you think you make a friend, right? Make this friend. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> friend. And he, we're You're like, definitely
1: the dude at the bar who's like, talking to everybody yeah, and was, like yeah
4: i thought i made a you're friend. definitely a target <laughs> oh dude I, I was probably the easiest person though we hear the rest of the story you're gonna be like you're an idiot yeah yeah so i'm like he's like oh yeah let's leave like whatever i literally leave with this guy i'm like yeah whatever we're gonna go get a vape or something and then he's like oh don't worry like i'll, I'll drive you home i'm like really oh that'd be great so uh, we walked like really far <laughs> get in his car and then uh He's like, yeah, you know, he had, like, some weed. He's like, oh, you want like, to, like, smoke some weed and, like, play some 2K or whatever? I'm like, sure, you know, my roommate has gone. He was, he was at home for the weekend. So I'm like, yeah, just come on in. So we, we go inside. We're, you know, light up a bowl or something, and um, we're playing some 2K. And, man, we must have been there two to three hours. And by this point, man, I am just zooted. Like, I barely know what the hell's going on. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up and go go pee. And um, I get up, I come back, and he's gone. And I'm like, oh, oh, I must have left. I was just like, all right, well, he left, whatever didn't say bye He's like, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. So I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh man, that was really weird. Like, why the heck did I have a stranger in my house? Right. But I'm like, I should be fine. I look around, no wallet, no keys. I'm oh, not sorry, my keys were there, no phone. Uh, he took my laptop, my wallet. Uh, he took my glasses. He took everything of value. Oh. So I'm sitting here. And glasses? Glasses, yeah. Like I mean, they're like 500 $600 Ray Bans. He tried them out. He's like, eh, fuck he's like yeah, He's like, I could pop my friends out. Yeah, so he he's took, like, ah, oh, near sight. Perfect. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> point two Not only that. Not only that, so he he got my password, because I must have been, like, on the AUX or something, and he cash-apped himself my entire bank account. Oh, and, my fuck. Yeah, did that. God, it was Apple paying it. And then, so I wake up. I'm like, oh, my God. I start to realize what happened. Like, I got set up. I got robbed. I don't know anybody. I'm like, where's Joey? The guy I went out with. I'm like, I'm like he, I don't even know what I could do. His house that a map? I'm going on my Xbox. That's all I have. Trying to go on Twitter and message people. Oh, I woke, my God. Yeah, I woke I'm up. I'm like, do I... I'm like, do I knock on the neighbor's door? I don't even know them. I'm like, what do I do?
3: I'll never forget. I wake up, and you know, I, I go on Twitter, obviously, right? And like, I get, I see a DM from Michael, and it's like, help, SOS. Like, 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 one message was help. One message was please. Another message was emergency. So, and so, I call him. No phone, right? So, like, no answer. And I check his location, and it's off. And then I'll let Michael tell the rest. But
4: yeah. So what happens is I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to get to Joey's house. I'm like, because he's my only, I was just kind of new to Chicago. I'm like, he's my only person I know. I knew he was somewhere in Lake so I start walking. Eventually, I figure it out. I walk up. He's sleeping on his porch. And I'm like, oh, this guy had a rough night, too. He lost his key to get in his house. Oh, but he at least no. had his phone. So I'm like, he just as rough night as me. And I'm like, dude, I got robbed, blah, blah. Let me log into your phone. That's when I messaged Kyle. And uh, yeah, then I had to go to the bank. I go to the bank, and I'm like, I got rather like, oh, do you have like a debit card, a license? I'm like, I have nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I can tell you my social security number. I'm like, So they eventually worked it out, and um, I got brought to like the fraud specialist, because I always had to like, file for fraud, and then uh, it got worse. Then it started to, um, they would just go in, and they had my password, all my information, and they'd replace the money, and they'd go in and send it again. Whoa. And I, this happened three to four times chase would just replace the money they'd take it and yeah and i was and just and they said it was one of the worst case of fraud they've ever seen i changed my bank cap password like this guy was good he would go he would go in at 3 30 in the morning and take all my shit damn so that sucked that was like but honestly not thankfully like, thankfully i was unemployed because i had to go to the bank it's been like three to four hours a day there for like a week right like, it was such a big case how was, else
1: if you had a job how could you have done that exactly right. i mean if i
4: had a what do i go sorry i got robbed i won't be here for the week like that looks real good <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah luckily Silver
1: lining what so, was the bank account was it like a thousand bucks it or? wasn't
4: it was like three three and a half k like okay. i was but at that time, time that's yeah. everything to you yeah. oh my god i'm like that was that the most money went. i ever had man <laughs> after being in college man i didn't seen a comment in my bank account in years <laughs> yeah because i was also like wasn't it like your first month like in chicago <laughs> it was october i moved there in july so like <sighs> so so what happens is i end up i'm like screw it you know i'm still gonna have fun so i end up going to a rave i'm at like uh it was like North Coast or something. And randomly... <laughs> Just like vibing the... Yeah, okay, and man, I, and no. I met a friend of a friend <laughs> My who life's over anyways. <laughs> I'm Seized the guy there. <laughs> I met me my shit back. I did met you a, see him? No, I never saw that guy. Okay. God, if I did, I'd beat the fuck out of him. Um, yeah, looking back, like, I was so pissed. Like, cause I got, dude, the kid was like... He was fat and like short. I'm like, I got robbed by that guy. God, yeah, yeah, that almost hurts more. Yeah, but... So I, I go to this rave, and um, I meet a friend of a friend who I worked with in the phone call center at Western Illinois. And she's like, oh, yeah, like I can get you a job. My job's kind." I'm like, sure, I'll do anything. And that's how I ended up in HR. Whoa. And Yeah, so it comes full circle. That's the end of my story. I got robbed. I needed a job. I took anything. Honestly, I mean, I, I love the company. I just hate the job. Like, I hate HR. I think after working in HR for two years, I can confidently say um, every stereotype you've ever heard about HR is 100% true. Um, they're all Karens. I can say it because I work in it. Like, don't let anybody... Tell you that. Don't let anybody tell I you I mean, it's whoever's listening to this, you work in HR, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I'm sure you can be very passionate about it, but I personally am <laughs> not. fuck you. I mean, I just, I just Shots don't. I mean, if I drop dead, the company would be fine. Like, I'm not making them any money. I'm just doing Mickey Mouse bullshit. You just kind of... Uh
2: somewhat safeguard against like reputational risk and much, check a yeah. box that says we care about people and we're not complete pieces of yeah. shit that are just and out and to I'm make money. K-
4: I'm kind of so far in, not that deep end, but like I'm two years into this now. I'm like, so the only thing on my resume is HR. So it's like, if I want to get another job, it's like,
1: fuck, I, either start, I need in, something yeah. entry level
4: or I go like medium level HR.
1: Right. You have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so no, I,
4: get off the pot. I mean, <laughs> I wake up every day and I, I basically put on a clown mask and like, just right. I'm so fake. Yeah, living with Michael, it's pretty funny. So like, fake. He
3: works from home, right? So I get to kind of see some of this stuff happen, you know, and like right. he'll just
4: come upstairs yeah. for lunch or like something. Like I'm the onboarding <laughs> guy. I meet the people every yeah. month. Hi, guys. Welcome to ASD. How's it going? And it's just, oh my God.
1: Johnson slapped the new secretary on the ass again. I got to fucking
4: rubber <laughs> <mat laughs> well, it. It's virtual, so n- none of that too much. But uh, yeah, but like half the stuff is, it's like, you know, we're taking like. You know, we're putting together like, you know, all these trainings, like the smoking policy and like the dress code policy. am like, we work from home. Like, what are we doing? Half the stuff I do (laughs) is like, what am I doing?
2: (laughs) Dude, the the funniest shit is really those training videos
4: on like. Oh my uh, God. And they take them so seriously. Like, they're like, oh, we gotta make sure and review. And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, can we do and something? nobody cares about them. No like, nobody outside of HR cares I mean, except to
2: just get them done. I mean,
4: we're spending hours and hours trying to explain and type out this thing to tell people, like, the difference between ranking someone a one and a five. Five is good, one is bad. And you you would laugh your ass off at the amount of time they spend just looking at that stuff like, oh, well, what if they don't know? What do you mean they don't know? It's one in five. Like, it's ABCD. Like, are you an idiot? Is that, like, some of these fucking things they make us do. Holy yeah, shit. You got
3: to tell them about the uh, some of your guys' meetings. It'll be like, all right, everybody, go around and list your favorite casserole. I mean, there's like... Oh, my... God. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like Icebreaker Palooza, they dude. They just have random ice meetings. Yeah. Icebreaker <laughs> Palooza. Right. I'll be like, oh, he'll be like, oh, I have a meeting. And I'll be like, oh, is it like a serious one? You Because know? he'll have to present and stuff. And he'll be like, oh, dude, I don't know. This one's like about casseroles. Oh,
4: yeah. Well, one time we had a fucking Harry Potter trivia or something. Like, I had to wake <laughs> up like extra early for it. I'm like, what the fuck am
1: I doing? <laughs> You're like making the scar on your forehead. Well, I tell people, like well, I, talk, I talk, I
4: to a lot of my friends, and they're like, "Oh, like, um, you know, like the, you're in HR, like, oh, like they're like their companies have one or two HR ladies or something." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's sure. I mean, I think we have like 35. Whoa. We have way too many people. How is, big is it the decent? Company? Like, do you work a lot of hours,
2: or do you kind of get to skate by and just do your little, you know, Harry Potter trivia uh, shit, and yeah, then
4: you can chill for the other it, seven it hours of on the day. week? But I mean, yeah, dude, it's. The reason the stuff I like about it is, I mean, dude, I, if that's not life or death situations, like it's Harry Potter, <laughs> you know, like, hey man, that shit yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really not trying to share on that much. Wizarding world. I Would you like, say
3: you're more Gryffindor or? <laughs> I, I,
4: I like the company. I work from home and uh, I get unlimited PTO, so like they're super nice about that. And being an HR, everyone's unlimited PTO, unlimited. It's to cover the company's ass. So if somebody quits, you don't have to pay them out. Yeah, that's oh, exactly why. That's exactly that. what it is. But if if you just use the shit out of it, then it's your advantage. But if you don't, then you're fucked.
2: Right.
1: You also, have to take if, off. Uh,
2: <laughs> they always tell you to uh schedule like my company's going through a merger right now and all the bosses told people like schedule vacation, like go ahead yeah. and take your vacation. That's they, why too. So they don't,
4: yeah, have, to so they don't have to pay you for it. Right. They yeah. do not want to pay you off on that. Mike, Mike's good, though. He'll use the PTO for, like, you yeah, know, they say they give you, like, a Monday off, he'll take the Friday before, stuff like that. Right. You, you and the, the like good that. thing, that's the good thing about HR is everyone is just so, like, I guess I'll use the word soft. Like, you can be, like, right, oh, like, oh I need I'm a having a mental health, day. health <laughs> And, like, you're good, dude. Like, they're, like, Whoa. they're, like, encouraging you to take the PTO. Like, that's the plus of it. Like, I mean.
1: That's pretty nice. But, so, I, I, I have this feeling that, like, you can work from home the job really doesn't matter that much you can take off whenever you want but there's got to be like a like soul crushing aspect to it right like I'm not right like you're uh, your soul yeah, not I, fulfilled I, with I, the I say this all
4: the time I whole I wholeheartedly feel like a McDonald's employee contributes way more to the world than me right you're like, like I'm feeding people I'm not doing anything I mean I'm <laughs> fucking Harry Potter trivia like it's i'm sorry i keep saying that i I know one of my my coworkers is gonna listen to this and be like holy shit i have no idea he actually felt this way (laughs) yeah Yeah, no because i mean as far as everyone there's concerned man i'm a put a smile on my face and do what i'm told kind of (laughs) guy
1: and so you said that you work with all women in your department um yes
4: my team locally at least is all women we had a couple men but they didn't make it and then there's, like... One guy, they didn't make it like they fucking died? I mean, died I don't know. They just... They got they, fired. That, one of them did get fired. He actually went to Western Illinois. He was my boy. He was my old manager. Uh, he... Shout out, Wes. He's uh, he he did, he's gone. He got canned for kind of just dicking around. Kind of. I mean, I respected the guy for it. He was making mad bank to just dick around. I mean, the guy didn't do anything. Damn. Yeah, he, he just... He, his, he would dude, just... You're making a good case to go work in HR. Dude, I mean, if you want to, like, not do jack shit and, like, make, like... Mediocre money Like go ahead man Like you'll make more Than like you know Like And like your average Like sign up for like Fucking working at Target Like you'll make a decent right. living Right 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 Like right. you'll make like you know Make
3: more than the uh, Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance sellers. Yeah exactly I mean it,
4: it's fine <laughs> Don't get me wrong it's,
3: it's fine But I mean Grandma why? you need this package <laughs> You're getting old <laughs> Just some of the shit
1: We had a buddy That, that did <laughs> that yeah, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> For like a couple of months And now he's selling solar So it's pretty similar
3: Our company actually We just started doing solar This year Dude there's if you're, like, if you're good with sales and, you you know, you like to, to sell stuff, dude, solar, like, right now, over the next five years, is just going to be, like, a cash-flowing job. Really? Yeah, because at least out here, like, other states are better. Like, some of the big companies out here, like Sunrun and some of the other ones, they'll actually send you to, like, Georgia, California, um, states where you, you get sun a lot, and they basically will put you up in, like, an Airbnb for the week, and then they'll list you an area, and you'll go and you'll do your door knocking and stuff and get your lead generating that way. And then um, the commission is huge on those. You're making like yeah. you know 20% commission yeah, upwards, sometimes even more. And uh, out here, even like a lot of people are getting solar now because what I'm starting to see is when, I, when I'm redoing someone's roof, now like probably like 15% of the time a house will have some sort of solar on it. So we have to like take the panels off or call the company because if you're yeah. leasing them, then if you're not, if you're leasing versus like paying to own, right? Some people just lease the panels. Then like the company itself has to come off and take them off. So, but yeah, it's a great business. I think it's uh
1: like in Can the early anyone, stages. Michael? So Thank like you, if
3: you're if you're starting now, now is the time to start before like there's a million other companies. So
1: yeah, no, it's really interesting. I think David does that, uh, and I think he goes to Atlanta a lot. I do see he's in ATL. The, I do see he's in Atlanta a lot. I I did. I slid,
3: slid up on his story one day and I'm like, Are you out there for solar? Because I remember he was posting some solar stuff and he said
1: no. Oh, maybe he switched then. I so thought that's what it was. He's like, No, I'm well, selling drugs. <laughs> when I knew all the people that were right, going yeah, to Atlanta, yeah. you
3: know, going to Atlanta for
1: it, I just kind of made the assumption that that's what he was out there for. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could move, like, you're talking about John moving to Iowa and, uh, Like, Tommy Huber, I think, is, like, in Phoenix or some shit. Like, I don't know. I just feel like moving somewhere completely by yourself just for the job, it just seems... I don't have the balls to do it. Depressing. Right, yeah. I always say I want to, and then I'm
4: like, fuck, I'm never actually going to do
3: this. Yeah, so so for me, like, my job opportunity presented itself out here, right? So uh, I was actually talking to Michael about this the other week. Like, because Michael wants to, you know, or sometimes wants to, right? Depends on the day. Yeah. Yeah. Depends, you know, if someone slapping ass in the workplace and stuff, but like, you know, he'll like, you know, he'll uh, virtually, yeah, virtually, roar XD. You you cannot end an email with that, right. Right. so it's like
1: you sent inappropriate emojis. <laughs> the
3: thumbs up is Dude. not an appropriate reply, literally. Um, and he just we were talking about it, like, you know, if you know, if my job, if I can like do what I'm doing now in a different place, would I? And uh, I think it really depends. Like, right, like, um, I have like a a. a calling i feel like to go somewhere out west like you know arizona utah colorado somewhere like out towards there oh yeah Uh, my sister lives in arizona now i visited a couple times it's really awesome out there um i don't think i could do like the whole like scottsdale like city scene um but like phoenix area i think i could do stuff like that um yeah i think uh i think it like i said i think it depends on your job if you're doing something you really like and then you can like partner that with like a cool place that you want to go right like if you really enjoy your job and then uh opportunity presents itself in like Boca Raton or something and you really want to go somewhere warm, oh, yeah. I, th- I think that would be lit, but I do, uh, I do agree with you. I think it would be really hard though. Probably like a little depressing at first cause you got to make
1: new friends. What, and what stuff. about you guys?
4: You guys ever have any desires to move?
1: seems hard. So Riley grew up in California, so she always wants to go back to California, but I'm like, I don't want to go to California. What about that SoCal life. <laughs> That's expensive. <laughs> different reasons. Yeah. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gavin newsom's burning the state to the ground you know different shit like that yeah, you know the, the earthquakes you know whatever forest fires um different things but so she wants to do that you can um,
3: join me as a, one of the only charger fans that i would know oh, that's, true. <laughs> that's right <laughs> I, I, I would, we I definitely know. have to talk about that at some point yeah, <laughs> um
1: but um yeah california i'm not really a big fan of her family wants to move to florida and so she's trying to get me to do that that's and like polar opposites florida i'm I'm also not a fan of them. like I think it's like swampy and humid and shit and it's like it's almost like I like it's like, Florida it's like a flash Cali. in a, pan. a lot of, of crackheads but yeah I think I'm a Florida guy over Kelly. So wait so quick question would you do like northern California? It'd be cool but again I'm by myself. My entire family, both sides of the family live here. Like right. my whole network is here. Yeah. So part of me is like yeah fuck it I want to do an adventure, right? I, right? I I would love to do that, right? Move to the Redwood Forest or some shit or you know Nor Nor Cal. Right. But um I'm also afraid. I guess I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, my my sister did it, and my parents were like super sad because like we we see her like obviously, you know every holiday season like she'll come home and uh, stuff like that. You know she'll come home for like because it's you and, a, and stuff. Your brother and then a sister. So the three of you. Two sisters and a brother. I'm the youngest of four.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah. Wow. So the my oldest Caitlin is a. Bad. Th- I don't know her age. It's like thirty. Thirty. She just turned thirty. She's so like thirty. Thirty-one. And then uh, Megan... Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, Caitlin's 31. Megan's 30. And then Patrick turns 26 October 17th.
4: Wow. God, that was an
3: accident. I was. My dad likes to say uh past the goalie." I was okay. also an accident. <laughs> I'm the, uh, the, I did come out with uh, perfect scores, though. <laughs> like perfect weight and all that stuff, you know? So uh, you're, you're jacked.
1: Yeah. Huge dick. Oh, <laughs> Bodybuilder, baby. Yeah, I was touching those toes. Had a hammer. I think I was actually... I was the only planned child, which is kind of cool. I'm the middle kid. Yeah?
4: Nice. I, I think so. Well, that's nice. Parents care yeah, about you. you. Have you must the, be nice, you have a sister. <laughs> yeah, right. I have an older sister and I have Probably a younger youngest, sister. I hope I'm, right, yeah. hope I'm not an accident. Yeah, so, so the
1: younger sister is six years younger, so it's kind of like, you know. They never said that she wasn't uh, planned, but... but kinda, uh, you kind know, of yeah, deduce. Yeah, sex.
3: <laughs> There's that gap there, and you're like... My <laughs> sister's
1: a year and a half older than me, and then six years later... Yeah, so it's kind of yeah, funny. My, my, well
3: my my mom at first was told she couldn't have kids so my fir- my oldest is adopted and then really? yeah so Caitlin's Kay- wow. adopted and then uh, miraculously the the second oldest megan obviously came to be and my mom was like oh my god i can have kids so then they obviously had megan and then a couple years later they had patrick and then at that point she already pushed two kids out my mom my mom's like a smaller lady right she's like yeah maybe five five and um well maybe not five 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 like she's short i'm sure like five six five, five six. six and um five, five and a half and uh it's not like sh- well, so you know that, that, was a lot of, <laughs> a lot, that was a lot of wear and tear on her and then she told my dad like no more i want you to get the whatever that's vacectomy. called to <laughs> me where the, 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 where the vacectomy, men get the yeah. is that what it's called the yeah
1: tubes tight is for the woman
3: yeah so he you know she wanted him to get the t- the snip balls. and he's like ah oh, maybe maybe and then he then eighteen months later, me and my brother are only eighteen months apart. So so the, he did
1: get a vasectomy, and then he still got your mom pregnant. No, <laughs> so he had a
4: reverse.
3: I have a different dad. No, I'm just kidding.
4: No, he had uh, <laughs> no, a, uh, a reverse. subject. He got right? black hair. Yeah. Everybody
3: else has blonde hair. Yeah. No, he um he glued it back together. <laughs> no, <laughs> he didn't get it yet. He my mom just wanted. Snip, to snap, get it. snip, snap. Yet. Yeah, like the So then me and my brother are only eighteen months apart. So they call us Irish twins. That's right. What, yeah. So right. after she had me, she like told my dad like uh he was on a fishing trip because my dad was a, a, a guide yeah as a second job. And, uh, she was like, I was so nervous to tell him, you know, cause he came home from a guiding trip and she was like, I'm pregnant. And she like started crying. Cause she thought he'd be like mad. And my dad was so
1: happy. That's so, awesome. Yeah. After me though, she was done. She's like, all right, no more. Right, right, right. Kids it's are like, d- I'm serious this time. Yeah. Kids are expensive. <laughs> so there was one time when, uh, I spent the night at your house actually. And, um, I fell asleep on your couch in your living room. And uh, mm. I was like in the recliner, and I woke up to your mom probably putting a blanket on you or something. No, she she was like brushing my hair out of my face, and she was like, "Oh, like wake up, buddy." She thought I was you, <laughs> and so I woke up and I was like, you know, like, "Oh my god!" And she's like, "Oh, I thought you were my." Son. I was like, so weird. Oh, was you know, that um, <laughs> <laughs> was that the uh, the night after we all went ice
3: skating in Chicago? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's like,
1: wake up, little guy, and I'm like,
3: Whoa. <laughs> dude, that couch that you slept on. Wait, do I got a story for you, man? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God. It's like, yeah. You don't know how many nuts, <laughs> Michael, Even <busted> yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, even worse. <laughs> Dude. Even worse. I'm a, oh, boy. Well, I don't know. Should I say his name? Go ahead. It's funny. I think he would like you it. You could drinking it always cut it. So, yeah. um, right? We, uh, we went out drinking. When I, when I say out, we were at Farfan's house. He had like a little Christmas party. It was the, the first winter we were all home. Freshman year of college. It was literally like the week the week after I think we went ice skating and um, we went to far fans and we were celebrating like his birthday, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Everyone was home. Right. We're like drinking and stuff. And I was the designated driver. So, uh, you know, I only had a, a couple, couple beers. I only had six beers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My, my 18 or 19 year old ass. Yeah. I had a couple beers. (laughs) So it's like had a couple beers and then, you know, I let it was fun. It was his birthday and uh, the end of the night rolls around and uh, he's like, this is the type of guy where like, when he gets drunk, he sleeps, and like when he sleeps, you can't wake him up. So he like I can see he's like starting to nod off a little bit, and I'm like okay, I don't like let's get him home. So we like pile him into the car, I like put the seatbelt on him and stuff, and he's like, out, he's just out and uh, we we all get in the car and we' we're driving home, and then we uh, we get back to my house in Elgin and I'm trying to get him out of the car, and he's just like that half awake, where he's just kind of grunting and stuff. I'm like, dude, you, like, you gotta get out of the car. And he's like, "I'll oh, just leave me. And I'm like, yeah, that's what everyone says, right? Just leave me in the car. So I'm like, no, you got to get out. So I get him out. We're bringing him into the front door. And, you know, my parents are sleeping. And it's, we're, we're trying to be relatively quiet, right? So we're, like, whispering and stuff. And I'm, like, I'm knocking the door. I'm, like, okay, like, you know, just, like, go on the couch. Just you're going to fall asleep in two seconds, right? And uh, me and Michael, we're bringing him inside. And we're bringing him to the couch. And he's, like, you know, eyes closed. He's got one arm around Michael, one arm around me. And we're just, like, guiding him to the, to the couch over there in that living room. And we get him to the couch, and we're like, all right, lay down. And then now he wants to stand perfectly upright. So now me and Michael <laughs> he's, are. He's erect, dude. Yeah, he's, like, he's erect. And me and Michael are pushing him in the back, and he's got his two hands, like, on the front of the couch, you know. And we're just pushing, pushing, pushing. And he wouldn't get on the couch. And we're, like, whispering, you know, like, get on the couch. Get on, you know, because we can't be, like, yelling at him because we're trying to be quiet. And um, I just remember, like, we're pushing, we're pushing. I stop, and I turn around. And I look at Michael, and I kind of hold out my hands. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. And all of a sudden, you just hear, like, <laughs> and I'll just turn around, and he's just pissing all over the couch. Oh. <laughs> all over the couch, yes. I'm talking, like, Eyes he didn't close. pee the whole time we at Far fans kind oh of pee. Oh, my God. And I just knew right away. And Bro. I look at Michael, and I look at, and I look at Michael, and I'm like, and I'm like stop! I'm stopping. His like eyes are closed. You can't and stop. It, there's opinions, no. And, yeah. uh, I fucking <laughs> dialog does wasn't going. Dude, I had a. There's only. It left me with one choice and one choice only. And I, I, I had a. I had a pinch his dick. <gasps> cut he his, he his, pinched the mushroom. I, just had gra- I had to grab. I had to grab it and just stop his piss stream. Yep. Right in its trash. And he's. Uh, and then all of a sudden he lo- You know, eyes closed. Oh, what the fuck? What oh, the my fuck? God. And, you know, it's like my brother, man. I've known that man since kindergarten. Right. right? So I'm like, if there's one man that has to get unfortunately get take a that approach.
1: Whoa. I had a, yeah, I had it's p- like grabbing someone's nose when they're sleeping, you know? It's like, Dude, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was
3: like the equivalent of like, you know, do you ever take a hose and like clamp it? I mean, it was, it cool. was like, <laughs> I can imagine. It was messy. I had to clamp the hose on him, man. And then.
1: Whoa. Ryan, would you do that for me? No,
3: I would rather fucking it was,
1: kill myself. Is your mom's butt. favorite sofa, man? Oh, my God. I thought you're uh, you well. You know it's gonna be a long. You know cast. if it was
3: my couch, I would have just been like, I'll get the green machine and shampoo it. Like this was in the the couch is like for all. And the, you know like It's like a leather
2: It's <laughs> got a big platter. Oh, too. like that shit. Could have dude. Could've dude been, it wasn't it was leather. Could have ruined no, your it, fucking it's living like 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 room. It's like a
3: it's like a it's like a couch, right. right? And it's like all one piece. You can't take the cushions off of it, so it's like. You would have to just shampoo the couch as is. And then it's that weird suede material. And I'm like, this thing is probably just in the actual cushion. For and, sure. Uh, yeah, man, it's ruined. Dude, I was uh dabbing, dabbing and dabbing, right? Because you don't want to rub it. I'm just dabbing, 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 dabbing. And, uh, you know, I'm spraying like the, the we had like the pet carpet cleaner. And right. And I'm like fucking dumping the bottle all over the couch, like dabbing that all out. So I just laid him on the floor right there in the living room. Just put him right on the floor, gave him a blanket. Yeah, called it a day. My mom was like, "Oh, you're such a bad friend for not a guest bedroom."
2: I'm like, "Mom, you don't know how good of a friend I am." I'm like, yeah, little, do you know, know what he did to
3: your favorite <laughs> <I> couch? <put> grabbed <laughs> his dick. That's fucking so. He grabbed his dick and bro. twisted it. Yeah. So whether you want to put that in or not. That's 100%. That's the
1: clip, dude. Kyle, the that,
2: that was your fault for sharing.
3: I will tell you
1: that. Sorry, Dougie. Sorry, Dougie. Maybe I'll cut the name, but uh, you'll know your who it fault. is if you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you know, you hilarious. know. Yeah, that was... Uh, that is...
2: That's fucking hilarious, dude.
1: <laughs> there was one night when uh, I,
2: I... I don't, don't know, know what I would do. if, if I, I would just probably start beating the shit out
3: of whoever yeah, it was. The, like, at least go on the well, the thing is,
2: like, he was so just...
4: They wouldn't not have done just anything. Just not yeah. there.
3: Like I, we couldn't even get him dude, to lay on the couch. He was like a,
4: he was swole at the time. He he was playing college football at the time. He, he probably would have whooped fucking, your ass. He yeah. was in, dude, He was like on. He was an immovable object. Like he was like yeah. Just, it's he like like everywhere you touch, tu- everywhere
3: you touch him, it's like solid. Right. Dance. You know.
1: And I'm over here like. All right, God, now I'm getting career. bricked up over here. Let's. let's
3: tone it down. <laughs> I was caressing his <laughs> very muscular back.
1: It's very mature that you knew just like not get mad at him you know like you could have like dude i know screamed at him and kicked him out of your house like you're like that okay, was me okay. if I that was me i definitely would have done that right yet. that's what i'm saying i he mean definitely wouldn't have grabbed my dick he would have been like kicking well, me so in. yeah i, I just
3: it. i i know yeah you know that they, everyone has like that little alter ego when you reach that level oh, cool. and yeah. you know his yeah. is yeah. just like pissing in areas
1: you shouldn't he you know yeah what i was gonna say is that one time i got like super drunk and uh, i woke up i was in my parents room and i was like I was like opening my dad's drawer, or something like that, like on the side of his bed, and like they had both woken up, and they're like, you know, Drew, what are you doing? And I was just kind of like, oh, oh what? and then I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom, and they're like, what in like, the drawer? My dad like pushed me back to my room. And was like, just go to bed. I'm like, okay. It's like the weirdest thing. Like, I slept, walked into their room. I just like it was crazy. That's the thing. I think some of it's like sleepwalking.
3: Right. You know, I don't think it, yeah, it blacking yeah. out is basically sleepwalking. <laughs> it's an autopilot. I
1: think David Tell a joke about how drinking is like. Time travel or something like that. You black out oh, yeah. and then wake up in another bar or whatever.
4: Teleport. Thing. It's crazy. Take a little time machine.
1: Okay, so you guys grew up in Elgin, but you were supposed to go to Elgin High School. You went to South Elgin, but you had a little crew of your friends. Like your neighborhood's mm-hmm. really cool. It's really nice. It was like you, Scully, uh, John Lamont, or uh, right, and then uh, who else? Lombardo. Yeah, right. It was just us
4: four. Was, uh, yeah. We were known okay. as uh, the White Boys.
1: Yeah, they called us uh,
3: my our nickname in middle school was the White Boys because like we went to larson middle school and the the demographic there is pretty diverse you know pretty pretty diverse but we were we were like the the minority there and i I thought it was funny you know i didn't didn't yeah it was kind of fun and uh which i think it was great right because then i you you know some people say like oh i don't see color you know right but like i think that sometimes can't be true because like we grew up around so many different
1: cultures there michael hr what (laughs) what's the do i see color or do i not see color because i don't want to be rude i don't want to not see the guy but i also don't want to see him
4: yeah, bro. If somebody's like Mexican, they're Mexican. I mean, if somebody's like, whoa, a whoa service, like yeah, you say what they are. But you, you, you treat everybody the same. I think that's the golden rule, right? You don't you don't judge and just like, give you. I reason know you to tell judge. us, man. You're, you're, you're the talk. expert in you're this shit. You're the one writing yeah, legislation yeah. over it. Two years of experience, I can tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody is uh, deserves a fair chance.
3: Yeah, we had we had an older friend. I don't know if you're if he was a couple years older than us. His name's Colin Wood. Uh, uh, he was. I a feel f- like I know Who this guy is Yeah He yeah. was a fellow Elgin Knight And um Cause you also were friends With
1: Skylar Duel as
3: well Right yes. That was like yes. your and girlfriend She stayed in, in Elgin group. Yeah Right the, Yeah she stayed in Elgin She she applied for an academy too But she got into the gifted program the in Smart Elgin. one Right so, so she was
1: friends With our friend Max Troiky. Yeah yep. Because yep. of the we gifted program Yeah yeah, yeah. Did, okay. That's actually
3: how I met Max Was yeah, through, through Skylar, Skylar. Hell yeah. yeah That's awesome And then you know Obviously In doing so I also met him through Like all of his buddies Like you guys Like Tommy and all them too Right Huber, A lot of mutual friends there Cool Um but yeah, so we, we, our buddy Colin, we, me and Michael also grew up playing youth football. Like his dad was a coach and stuff. So like he was a good family friend of ours and he was like kind of the first one to get into beacon. And then Michael also knew another guy, uh, Lucas that was yeah. in there as well. So we kind of got to see like, it was a fuck. you know, he would just talk to us about it. Like, oh yeah, we, you know, we shoot like these videos and we do the school news and like me and Michael were just like, oh, like that is so cool. And like. When you're when you're that young, you know you think like going to South Elgin. You're like traveling states I mean, for different
4: so, high schools. So right. here, here was the breaking point. So we were at Larson, and it was uh, we had first period art class. Like Kyle was in my class, and uh, basically, I mean, I'm not going to drag the story out. The moral of the story is this chick was sucking dick in the back art our closet Ooh. for a bag of hot Cheetos. I'm not even kidding.
3: That's where we drew the line. So we're like, oh. dude, this is too
4: fucking like, ridiculous. The, the art like, teacher like, got
3: fired and everything. I
4: mean, yeah. Like, we Holy knew, shit. Yeah, the was teacher whole, wasn't like, involved. No, he, was he like, got no suspended. He he was had, no, just, I felt like, bad him. He's a good guy. But, like, it happened in his classroom. Well, so, like,
3: those art classrooms, they're so long. It was
4: big. And they were in the it back of really the old storage closet. like the
1: guy's dick.
4: Yeah, I mean, she was sucking dick for hot... And we're like, this is We knew Algin High School... For hot Cheetos? Yeah, yeah, for a bag of hot Cheetos. Yeah, he
1: literally
3: is His name was Andres, and he's like, "Yo, you slurp me up, I'll give you." And it was like not even like a family size bag; it was like the, the little vending machine, fifty cent bag, fifty the cent, the little like the snack bag.
4: But and no, so more of the story. Back. We're like, Elgin sucks at sports. Like they're just a poverty program, and we're like, "Dude, this brand new school South Elgin's built. You know some people go there. Looks like you know they got their shit together. I mean, and, I mean." And what in, brand new. in, like in hindsight, South yeah. Ocean is like the cream of the crop for high schools of U forty six. Like they're be, way better at sports. Which no, like isn't saying much, but yes. no, not saying much at all. I mean, it's like being the best like minor, league, minor league baseball team, but um, or yeah, yeah. best minor league baseball yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> they, the, so we HR were, people. Yeah, we were like, all right, well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll go there and check it out, and we. We almost made like a package deal trade. Like, for, I don't know how we pulled this off as what thirteen year olds. We all talked to our parents and we're like, "Yo, fuck this, we're gonna play." And they're like, "Oh, that's great. It's a great school program." Dude, our parents probably thought we were like taking a initiative and like being right. ambitious. And we're just like, "Dude, we don't want to go to Elgin. Like, we don't want to see people sucking dick for hot cheetos." I was like, let's yeah, let's go to Because
3: Kyle Scully and John almost went to St. Edwards. Yeah, because like pride John John right. did like Crusader football, and Kyle was like doing like the hooping stuff basketball. Yeah. So they were them two were gonna go, and then. Skyler obviously was going to the academy at, at Elgin, and then me and Michael were like, we, we, we go to South Elgin.
1: Right. And we then, can't afford the private school. Exactly. We're not smart enough to right. go to the gifted program. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So <laughs> we uh, figure something out. So
3: we
4: found the out, which was to apply for. Dude, weekend. it's a cheat code, man. And, you can like, uh, it's like the transfer portal. Yeah, like an NCAA. No, it worked. It and also, you guys portal. fit
1: in perfectly at South Elgin. I felt like you guys totally meshed with everybody that we were friends with at least. You yeah. know, Like it, it made sense. You know.
3: I think what was. Best for, for me, Michael, was that we we played football freshman year. So before school starts, you have all the the, the summer camps yeah. and stuff. So I was able to meet, like, a lot of my, you know, friends that I'm still friends with yeah, today like because, like, because of that. You know, we like met, like, K.Y. And 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 he and was from Streamwood. He was
4: in the academy. So he wasn't, so like, he, I was like, oh, you're Kyle in the Young. shit. Yeah, yeah. But we're like, you were in the shit, too? And he's like, I don't know anybody here. Either. I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? Right. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's how it I knew him
3: because cool. he was like, where are you from? And I was like, Elgin. And then uh, he asked me if I knew Joey L. Halloran. Mm-hmm. Which is the buddy that Michael's house went to after he got robbed. <laughs> Funny and story. it's because me and Michael played <laughs> little league baseball with Joey O.
1: Wow. So
3: we you know, I knew him through that. So we hit it off really well. And I'm i I'm still really good friends with Kyle. I golf with him all the time. Very cool. Yeah. You got a BMW because of him, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I remember when he got one, I didn't have my license yet. And he had the the three twenty eight I and it was a six speed manual. Yeah. He had a nice ass car. Dude. Too. <laughs> I thought that was like literally driving like a Aston Martin. Of at course. That time. You know, I was just like, this is luxury. You of know, like, I mean, it was
1: 100%, you know. He was pulling up to lacrosse practice in that bitch. Yeah, I remember he would oh, take yeah. me to
3: practice, and then he would drive me home. I'd ask him for a ride, right, because I haven't had a ride yet. And he, keep in mind, like, he lives, uh, you know, off of 59 there. And he, so it wasn't too far from my house, like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah.
1: Cause you guys are in Elgin, but it was like 59 and 90 Elgin. It wasn't it was like, like downtown State Elgin. Elgin. We, yeah. You right.
4: could hit a golf ball in Hoffman. It's from our house, but exactly. ironically, dude, it was not far from South Elgin at all. Like it was like driving to Elgin high school was like 12 minutes driving to South Elgin high school is like 16. Right. Exactly. It was, you just take 25
3: there. Yep. So, but yeah, yeah he got, he, he got me into, uh, the BMW scene. So <laughs> really good. He story. had a, uh, he had his car. And then uh, he also developed, like, I always liked cars, but that was like, you know, like Michael, Michael, like has an appreciation of cars, you know, like everyone, all my friends like, like cars, but you know, he was like really into them and uh, you know, I'm into him too. So like, we would always like talk about cars and
1: stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I still got mine to this day. We saw it when we pulled up. We're kind of like, I wonder what they're driving when we pulled up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Who's
2: driving that uh, G37? Big dog. That, that's Mike. Me.
1: <laughs> hey, that's what shorty wants to get. Yeah, dude, I want to get
3: the Q50, bro. I want to get the new one. same, same. I fucking... Dude, yeah. The q yeah. q Can't Q60s. fucking afford it.
4: But yeah, I, those are sexy. I, I got the G37 in college, and I, dude, I have not a, a single problem with it. It's been great. Only I hear is mixed
2: is reviews. Time. I hear some people love it. Some people are like, oh, it, it was the biggest like money
4: suck. Oh, no, dude. It, mine, mine fucking runs great. The only problem is it's fucking small shit. Like, I, yeah. can, I can take one passenger. Like, I, I'm at the age... Can't I, get any pussy in I, it. Yeah. I'm at the day and age where I will... Like, I'm not going to drive, like grown man in the backseat of that car i mean it is fucking small like i
3: uh, m- my, me and yeah. michael went and uh grabbed a mini fridge like a couple weeks ago <laughs> did it barely fit and um <laughs> well here's the theory right you're like why didn't you take your car so like my car yeah it's four doors like theoretically you think you could fit it in the backseat but since michael's is a coupe the doors are longer so you have right. more more door space to get it in long story short i had to go in the backseat and it's like when you're sitting you kind of got to lean yeah you know because so, if you sit straight up like your head's like on the glass, yeah, yours ain't. Much you know, longer. and if you hit a bump, it's like you basically like jar your shit.
4: Like, <sniffs> dude, honestly answer. though, like <laughs> yeah. having a smaller car is the best though, cause you never have to drive. You never should to drive anybody. You can get fucking tased. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you be like, I'm not the driver, sorry, Cheat my car's code. too small. Like, I feel like yeah. an asshole, but like, dude, I've I've had a coupe my entire life. I had a Chevy Cobalt in high school, and then Cobalt. Like, that fucking little guy, oh, yeah, and then Kobe, Kobe. Dude, Kobe even Cobalt. Kobe the Cobalt was bigger <laughs> than this thing, man. I mean, yeah, I, I call uh, my G37. I call him Buzz because that's an Infiniti, like to an Infiniti Beyond, and he's silver. Damn, dude. Buzz Lightyear,
1: get it? That's pretty deep.
4: Yeah, yeah. So Buzz is out there. He's been balling. That's
1: <laughs> good. That's dope. I'm gonna piss my pants. You guys can either stop or keep talking or whatever. But yeah. should we take a little intermission? Yeah. yeah so intermission. we're at 55 minutes. I like to do at least an hour. Oh yeah, I think we can keep coming. hour and a half or so. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are doing tonight, but nothing. Oh, nothing, dude. Let's keep let's keep it rolling
2: then. <laughs>
4: Trevor Lawrence, man. What the fuck? He's on my fantasy team. Yeah, that's what he, people said. He's, he's not sucking dick. He's not doing anything. Right. Like, he's not. Terrible, he's protecting the he's ball. Mediocre. He's not turning it over. <clears throat> they are
1: playing in London this week, right? Yeah, I mean, again. We, we played two weeks in our own ball. London. Schwarzy, can we talk about it or. Okay, hey, we're back. <laughs>
2: Sensitive su- subject. Dude, yesterday we're, uh, doing the, we're doing the pod with uh, Saviano. And right before the pod starts, we're like, you know, just catching up and like shooting the shit, whatever, talking fantasy. I'm like, dude, I'm like conflicted. Like, I got DJ Moore, you know, <laughs> I got him oh, uh, I got a Dog. bunch of guys yeah. like, ben you sure. know, I got I got Trevor Lawrence, I got uh, Terry McLaurin, I got Pittman on the on the Colts. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, oh, I think yeah, DJ Moore, but it's like Fields is thrown to him. Washington's been doing all right this year. Fields sucks, like. I don't know. I think I should keep him on my bench, right? So I keep him on the bench.
1: Salvatore so was like, yeah, yeah, bench him. You know, just kind of like off off the, you know. And, <laughs> and then we the, the most game as points, we were recording the podcast. The most Ryan points I've ever seen
2: someone score smoke in fantasy. Here.
1: 49
2: points yesterday in fantasy. So, um, three thing. touchdowns, 230 yards. It was so funny. So I have, I'm in a, in a league with
3: my cousin, my uncle, my old football coach, and then like all of my cousin's fraternity brothers, and Your cousin from St. Charles East. Yeah, right. Oh, and that, right. and he, oh, speaking of Iowa, he is in Iowa now too.
4: Oh, that's yeah. awesome! I told you they got Iowa but State. But he they
3: moved. Don't come back. He moved to like a like city and of Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> he is in. He's in the corn. And he's the in the husks. Yeah, and uh, it's it's nice though. He just got a house and everything, and um, but he was in Ankeny. If you know what Ankeny is, it's Never like uh, it. it's the most. Recognizable suburb of Iowa, one of the most recognizable suburbs. Like, you have like Des Moines, which is like their growing city, and then like you have like Ankeny, which is like their like northwest suburb kind okay. of thing. Gotcha. And then, uh, I don't even know the name of the town he moved to, but it's uh, it's closer to here, it's closer to here, but he's more you know east of Iowa, so it's like it's a cute little town. I don't know what I would compare it to to something out here, um, but uh. Yeah, he's he lives out there. So I'm in I'm in that fantasy league. Cool. And we did a um, like a competitive draft where you have to like do like the relays and stuff to like earn your draft pick. Oh, okay. And that was a ton of fun. It was like a beer Olympic. Um, so the the uh, I'll be quick, but basically, <laughs>
1: take your time, bro. It Doesn't sorry, matter. Sorry. <laughs> um, I just,
3: I don't want to go too long, but so it's a basically you. It's a combination of games. So you have flip cup, boom cup beer pong bags 40 yard dash and throughout those one of the guys in our in our group he's an accountant so he's like a wizard on excel so he takes like your times and your scores and he ran them through like an excel thing and then like whatever spits out your number it will it'll rank it so like whatever you end up with you know if you're second place you get second pick if you're fifth place you get fifth pick so on and so forth Um, and I luckily got the first pick So, (laughs) um, so I, uh, of course I take Justin Jefferson, like first overall pick, like why not, you know? And then, uh, on the way back, I, you know, I, (laughs) I was sitting there staring at my computer and like the clock's ticking and it was just basically me trying to decide if I was going to take Jonathan Taylor or not. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. (laughs) He's playing, he's going to play. And then as soon as I take him, like the next day is when the whole like pup list thing happened. And so I, I had to eat that for a little bit, but basically what I'm getting at is I, I have Justin Fields and DJ Moore, And, um, after the week before his performance, like I had to sit him on the bench and, you know, let them think about what they did. So I started, I started, <laughs> yeah, I started always how it fucking goes. Yeah. Man. I was like, you go sit in the corner and you yeah. think about what you did. And I, I, Took Tua like round five or something Like got an absolute steal on him Solid yeah So I started him the week They just absolutely just clapped cheeks against Denver Right. And uh, you know he put up like 30 something points And uh, I put Mike Evans as as my flex He put like 20 points up against Chicago or something And then um, yeah this week I I didn't start Fields But I did start DJ Moore And I'm playing my cousin this week So that's pretty awesome He dropped a
1: smooth 45 points on him yeah. So that was awesome must be fucking nice. No. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, uh, yeah, then
1: Ryan awesome. just kept like because we're watching the game on mute as we're doing the podcast, and he just like yeah, slowly <laughs> kept like, <laughs> like talking less, less and, and just less. like getting more pissed off, and just he literally left like early. We're just like, yeah, He's just uh, I gotta go. His life. He's like, oh. <laughs> so funny.
4: So I uh, no fantasy stories for you, but uh, I I do occasionally dabble in some like parlays and stuff. Oh, this is and awesome. uh, yesterday I won one point three k. What? Uh, yeah, I'm betting on a. Uh, like some bullshit parlays for like the bears to like I was like, fuck it, dude. Dick Buck has died, like they might do good. Biggest bet Yeah, of his life. I bet ten dollars I want a grand, and I also bet uh seven dollars and won another three hundred. Whoa. Just I mean You should have bought the
3: beer.
1: What the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, yeah. Right. You could always so, just
4: Venmo. Us. Tell them what the legs were. It was fucking just fields, 250 yards, fields uh 50 rushing, and bears doing by seven, and that was plus ten 000. Wow. thousand. Ten to win a grand. It was three fucking legs. I was like, Fuck it! If they're gonna win, he's probably gonna run and pass and do well. And no, that's a great, right. that's a great bet. I I was shocked. My friend sent it to me, so he put it in the group chat, so all my friends took it, and we were all got to celebrate it together. So it was really cool. Kyle, and that, Kyle cool. that was like we yeah, have like between the five of us, I think like we made close to like nine grand. I felt like the
3: biggest bozo because Michael sent it. Oh, me. Hell yeah! Because yeah. Michael
4: Michael was in Chicago at the time. I mean, dude, your friends always will send you fucking stupid ass parlays. And like, oh yeah, it's gonna hit and doesn't. Well, he out. like he <laughs> he sends me a,
3: a like a three or four lager and it was plus ten thousand. I'm like that that shit ain't hidden right but yeah, i even opened up the text yeah, you're like, nah. i was literally like clacking my heels because i had a two legs for plus 900 so i put 10 and 100 and it was uh they had justin fields at 178 yards passing i took him for 225 and then um i took him for 25 yards rushing so two legs plus 900 i'm like dude Easy. this i was like that probably will never happen again you know that type of value but uh yeah me and michael's like favorite pastime is just cooking up slips oh yeah i'm
4: just like, like, but so, so c kobe uh kim oh he's slips. definitely he into it. is a yeah. fucking menace dude he's he in bets our group on chat. tennis yeah. tennis
1: yeah dude every so every single his morning episode? Pop-a-tub,
4: pop-a-tub. I, I have his notifications on because like DraftKings is now like twitter you can like follow people and shit so, oh like, wow and it's like fucking two in the morning on like a wednesday and he's just like bam, 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 bam just firing off the bed and like whoa. now he's a gold <laughs> member so like his his unit size is like a hundred dollars whoa everybody is, Like i'm like it's fucking crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's sick. I'm sure nobody wants to sit here and listen. Dude, so on the, our life.
1: episode, me and Cam did, it, I was looking at the analytics, and, like, there was this huge drop-off. Like, half the people stopped listening at this certain time, right? So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, what What the hell? I just started talking So about I go back... He goes, so I've been betting on tennis a lot recently. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so, so how, do, how does tennis work exactly? I mean, and yeah, everyone just, like, stopped listening. They're like, yep, fuck tennis. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's true. Like, nobody
4: really wants to listen to anybody talk about their sports gambling or, like, their fantasy
1: team. So funny. Honest. No, it's it's, it's it's I think it's interesting. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I had something else. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But uh, so what's the biggest, like, uh bet you've won is it the thousand bucks yesterday or? yeah i made 1.3k yeah.
4: usually i'm like the crazy fucking guy with the ten foot hat i'm like oh it's gonna hit I'm like finally it fucking happened like so do you think you're positive overall or you think you're still in the uh, hole on the year i am um i have an app called picket that tracks all your things so from that bet, i am now up two hundred dollars on the year <laughs> Which is fine, because personally, like, dude, I, I'm not one of these guys who goes out and is like, oh, like, I'm here to make money, like, I'm here to, like, win, like, oh, I know the secret code, like, no, right. I know I'm gonna lose money, I know I'm down, like, I look at it, like, even if I'm down, like, I mean, this may sound crazy to some people, like, even if I'm down, like, 1.5K, like, 2K, and they're like, that's my hobby, I love watching sports, like, you can tell, like, I love sports, so, like, right. if I... I mean, fuck it, dude. It's like the same as like going to the movies. Like, you know how many people spend like a grand or two grand on their hobby a year? Like, that's my like, fucking shit. Smoking like we weed, drinking, yeah, like yeah. golfing, smoking. Like every fucking Saturday morning, dude. I am locked in the couch. Like, I shout out Coby. He comes over all the time. We bring steaks. We call it Big Noon. Like, he, we grill up. Yeah. We eat potato salad and steaks. A it's been our thing recently. Vibe. And it's we just fucking vibe. vibe. Like, it's it's amazing. That's dope. It's, yeah. So I, I, mean, the money's just for fun. But yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I fucking I I love sports betting.
1: No, we've documented this sports betting thing on the podcast many many times. Like, because. When we were in high school, it was illegal, right? And now yeah, it's like become yeah. legalized. Yeah, I used, have, I used to have a
4: bookie, like an underground bookie, in like college. Yeah, because
3: the, the mobile platforms weren't really a thing, and now you know? it's so much nicer. You'd have to go to the actual sports books. Like right.
4: I, I went down, like or my buddy went down. So you have to, It's like a underground referral. My buddy went down like a grand, and I'm just ghosted him. And then the bookie's like, "All right, since you referred him, you have to pay." I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm not paying like, what are you." What do you do? Call the police? Whoa! So I didn't want right. to Dude, p- people ghost bookies all the time. I bet. I tried to be a bookie for a little bit because I thought it was good, and my one buddy, my. Uh, one of my college roommates was like I'll play on your book and he fucking fleeced me like 1.5k and I'm like this is my first week as a bookie and I'm in college I'm like (laughs) yeah dude I had I I I hate him and I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm fuck I I had to close the book I I had it yeah house always wins nah bro not when you don't have the funds to like sustain it long term I I was on
3: the same book I I was up money and like Michael's buddy sold that book to another bookie and then I got the text like hey you know my name is blah 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 I'm taking over this guy's book and I was like all right cool and (laughs) <laughs> I already had, like, an, a, a positive balance that rolled in, and my fucker just never paid me out.
4: Whoa. I mean, yeah, dude, at least, you know, with like, Fando and DraftKings, like, you're going to get paid. Right. Cause like, I, I had this uh, theory
3: that I wanted to get on a book, because you bet on credit, and then I would just take, like, like me and Michael call them Cheeky Two-Leggers. Yeah, That's, like, the name of our group chat. Uh, our group chat. So, just two legs, try to get it at plus odds. Right. Right? So, you take, like, two, like, relatively heavy favorites, uh, just to at least get you either at even odds or plus odds, which is... Plus 100 minus 100 is the same thing. And then um kind of go about that way. Your money. So I had this theory that I was going to just, like, take, like, let's say, like, you know, Alabama minus, like, 300 and then take something. Basically parlay some favorites, use the credit so I'm not betting my own money, and then, like, just basically use the book for, like, heavy favorite betting because you're betting credit.
4: I mean – yeah, nothing's worse than the guy who will, like just sit there and talk your ear off about like, oh, like, but I'm different, like, oh, like it's profitable for me, like I'm gonna make money, like yeah. everybody Gambling losers. is not a profession. You will, like, you right.
3: can win a thousand dollars the same week, dude, and the same guy's like, I won three cooked. grand this week, turn around and probably lost oh, dude, it by the end of the month. Dude,
4: me winning this fucking one point three k is probably the worst thing that Because now I have this confidence, right. I'm gonna do it every fucking day. Right. Like, I'm aware. Oh yeah, like, it's we, something you do for fun. Like it, you gotta bet responsible. Yeah, we,
3: we were problem. we were with uh, some of our girlfriends. And, uh, you guys have multiple girlfriends? Like girls that are friends, you know? <laughs> Spot. Kelly Yeah. And, uh, we were, cause we, it was literally on th- on Thursday for the game. Right. And, uh, right. we had the girls. Yeah, you guys were out the
1: other night. Yeah. So right. we yep. had
3: the girls cook up a slip in, in her one name, Sydney. And Michael cooked her up like another, like, just the one that I three hundred She's like, I'll put like
4: on put this. five like dollars. She put five
3: dollars, on like three hundred sixty bucks. Hell yeah! She literally is looking at me, she, like she she goes, she's like, why don't we, why do, we do this it? every day? <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, if that was I'm the fucking norm, putting like,
4: it in. She's like, this is gonna hit, right? I'm like, no, it's five to one like three hundred fucking dollars. Like, it's right. not gonna probably not. Like, yeah. And of it's course, it hit She's like, oh, you should do this all the time. I'm like,
3: bet you can. Like, Jan, you guys suck at this shit. Yeah, this is easy. My thing is, is like, quit my job. You know, bet bet. Something where if it loses, you're not going to be upset. So, like, right. But, like, would you be mad that you lost a $15 parlay? Like, no. Would you be mad you lost
4: a $1,500 parlay? Yeah right so I it's mean, like dude you know the fluke shit always happens though like it's it's so like if you ever run to a casino at all like you like play blackjack dude the dealer will just bend you over and skull fuck you like with like 21s oh
1: like, yeah I, it's just
4: the worst you know what i'm ben talking about? <laughs> it's just like how can this happen like you always just expect the worst right like because i've seen it
1: all it's so dumb so anthony guerrero this is what i was gonna say earlier anthony guerrero got a free trip to the bahamas through his sports through betting tri- app. yeah
4: that's a thing wait who does he bet with
1: I don't know the specifics, but he got a. Like I believe it's like a week long free trip to this place. Yeah, I see it had a casino there, so obviously they were trying to get you to bet. And I'm sure he was betting. What, he probably spent more than the trip cost. So is but, he a big better. Oh yeah, he's he's really? like betting on shit like at like three in the morning on oh, like so some Russian like, website like C. shit. C. Kobe, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah,
3: dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Michael went through a Russian ping pong phase. Exactly.
4: Yeah. So, I remember that. I remember so, you were in so, the tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there so there's tears to it. And uh, I had a buddy who would bet a fucking shit ton. His name was Bryce. He would do like $1,000 bets all the time. Um, and mm. he got like, I mean, the comps they give you, there's like gold, platinum, diamond, like unlimited. Like, and dude, they get insane. Like, so if, for gold, I know this is C. you get a risk free $100 bet every day.
1: Wow. So if
4: you lose, they give you $100 back. So it's like, just fucking, and then you get to fucking diamond, and it's like you're getting risk free, but like a bunch of profit boost. And like, so my buddy, I don't know what he was, but he got like, Bottle service and a table for the Super Bowl at Tao in Chicago, like, comp, yeah. comp, like they dude, <laughs> they they want you to because the end of the day they're probably down. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, let's like, not sugarcoat it. So they, uh, yeah, dude, you get a lot of cool
1: perks. So they keep they
4: they keep you hooked pretty fucking
1: well. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And again, if it's your hobby and you're kind of breaking even or you're only down, like you said, even if you're down fifteen hundred bucks, yeah, it's like the you've been having fun all year for fifteen hundred oh, bucks. Oh, exactly. Like, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I
3: mean, it's just a lot of up and
2: down.
1: I just yeah. don't like the the down part. Like you're like you're basically making I just, yourself I upset. Like the
2: up part, but
4: not it's the like down you part. you lose like you it's know fifty bucks and you're like, me. damn, I could have bought like groceries and all this shit. But <laughs> right, <laughs> I don't, yeah, you I could have ate this week, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you kind of just get into a mindset where you're just like, eh, whatever. But yeah, I mean, some people look at it and they're like, you're so fucking stupid and crazy. And I mean, no, they're probably right, but that's <laughs> just.
1: But like, you guys are already care so much about the sports in general that yeah. like, when you lose, that's got to make you hate it so much more like you're so much more upset like i just don't why do that to yourself you yeah know?
3: like if you're already passionate about a game then you put money in it <laughs> it's just like exactly
4: because yeah. the highs wouldn't be so good it's a high good, it's a good way so to
2: ruin low. your happiness if you lose but it's a good way to maximize your excitement if you win the scary <laughs> thing
4: about it is like the more you do it though like the more you're like okay with the losing you're just like whatever it's fucked. I mean, dude, it, it's a, it, it's a problem. Like, thankfully, like, I do, like, fucking $5 and $10 bets. Like, I'm chill. Right. But some people, like, yeah, I don't know how the fuck they afford that shit. Yeah.
3: And it, it definitely helps when you bet, like, your favorite teams or, like, teams oh, and, I, I and never or bet my, sports. I never bet my favorite teams. But, like, teams and or sports that, like, you know about. So, like, don't be putting in, like, overnight slips for, like, sports, like, for fucking, pong. like, cricket. Yeah, you know, so, like, don't be betting on shit. You so, know? I'm,
4: like, super into, like, just every like level of sports and like a, a, one of my favorite things to do is bet like i call them ball sack states like just horrible colleges you're wearing like, it. i'm wearing a ball sack state the citadel this is um <laughs> what this is this one isn't of like
2: the, pennsylvania or some shit this
4: is a military institution on the east coast who is arguably the second worst football team in the entire country next to western illinois love it so i Shout bet out. i bet against them every single week and they just get their fucking teeth kicked in like they get Skullfucked every week. So you have
1: their, their sweatshirt because you bet they against they me them. so much money. Because I
4: fucking... Because they suck. <laughs> That's beautiful. Me and my I, have, like, I have, like, University of Vermont... Like, dude, I have the funniest fucking wardrobe of just, like, stupid shit. Hilarious. Because like, it's funny. Like, something about it, like, just, like... It intrigues me. Like, betting on, like, no. the stupid games you can only get on, like, ESPN Plus. We're like... Because I think... I think Vegas doesn't give a fuck. They're just like, oh yeah, Maine's gonna go play, you know, Southern New Hampshire, and, and I look into it. I'm like, this is fucking fascinating. Like, it really fucking it tickles my peach. So
3: I, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think sometimes those lines are flawed because they don't care. They're worrying about like Oregon and Alabama. and, yeah, bro. and, like, and like, Ohio like, State. So right, me, like put go bet
4: WNBA There's Some
3: bro. the market, dude. Yeah. You gotta and, exploit them. Me and Michael fade them every week, no matter who they're playing, no matter what the spread is. And so far, we're four and zero. And just to give you some context, they were seven and a half point underdogs right so to cover plus seven and a half they lost the first week by like 30 something so like their, their fbs schools like you can't bet alternate spreads you know you can only take like the preset lines money lines over unders like you can't take player props nothing like they they don't even
4: really consider it regular college football. Like you don't get any like—it's in
3: its own category. Like if you scroll through like the regular college football like list on like your sports book, like you literally have to go in like a different category to find the line. But
4: then like say like for example like basketball like come March Madness, I'm like, hey, I know these fucking ball sack states. Like True. I know who's cooking. I know True. like I watched that dirt ass game on fucking Wednesday dirt. night <laughs> in the middle of winter with like ten people in the YMCA gym. Like I was fucking watching.
3: Who was uh, that one college team, like, who You kept taking that like upset everybody dude with the mustache.
4: Oh, fucking uh, Saint Peter's, the peacock, yeah. the peacocks.
3: Michael was taking them like round one,
4: dude. Yeah, the peacocks are like that. Man. Damn, Michael,
3: like Michael knows Ball Stack State. I love. <laughs> Ball, I make way more money by <laughs> Ballstack State. That is his. That's his cash wagon. It's so
4: fucking funny. Yeah, like fuck the Alabama and like Georgia games. Dude, put on like fucking the Citadel versus Western Illinois.
1: So I'm about to go to an Auburn Ole Miss game. Oh, oh, SEC. That's super be excited. Fun. Dude, you gotta where SEC is it school. It's at Auburn, so my sister so your goes. Your sister goes to Auburn. She goes to the community college there, but she's living so with she's, a girl who is she goes getting residency to Auburn. Or something. Yeah, that's the idea. She's nice. going to transfer in. Um, yeah, so her friends are. It's a two twins, a boy and a girl. The girl got into Auburn. The boy is at the community college. Oh. Also, so they're all just living in an apartment together. So you're going to Sweet Home, Alabama. So yeah, me and my family were going down. At Her birthday the same Did weekend. Did you pack your banjo? I'm I'm super excited. Are your cousins going? <laughs> no. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, buddy. <laughs> Bring your banjo. Yeah, it'll be cool. It's a stripe out, so I have to buy like a stripe. Yeah, Auburn War Hello. Eagle with the stripes and shit, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, okay, so, but Auburn, so the, the War Eagles, but their mascot the is tigers. a tiger? It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I don't understand that. Um, McGuffin was telling me that his sister went there. She like, she was actually trying to become a weather girl. Did you guys know about that? Who's? Connor McGuffin. I didn't even know he had a sister. China,
3: uh, did she do like the beacon thing?
4: I don't know. I just
1: know every time he comes on the podcast, ducks talks about the worth being flat and I usually tune out <laughs> Yeah But uh, he said he went to An Auburn game And he said it was cool But
4: uh, Oh yeah I know I mean dude SC football is a different fucking. I've never gone I would really like to. I know Maybe I can only
1: really imagine Yeah Yeah, I'm super excited the environment's super, I'm super, be super good.
4: into that stuff
1: One of these days Just get wasted With my parents It'll be fun Yeah yeah There was
3: something to be said when Once you get to like our age Like getting drunk With your, your mom and dad hits it, different Oh yeah Cause you remember yeah.
4: That they're like They're people too Like you, you're right. whole like, You think they're like This like authority figure and At the end of the day Like Correct it's like, For the first time ever like I hear my parents be like I asked him like, do you ever like not know what the fuck's going on? They're like every day. And I'm like, right. your whole yeah. life. You think they're like this, like fucking <laughs> yeah. like, just, they know what they're
3: doing. it's like, at the end of the day, they're just us, but older. Yeah. What opened up my eyes as I saw this thing, it was like, it's also your first time or your parents' first time living too. Right. So like, wow. Yeah. When you think about it that way, like, you know, they're just trying their best, just like. Us in
4: 20, 30 years, we're going to be trying our best. Like, it's their first time living, too, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I really think, like, if you know, if the day comes, I ever become a parent, like, it's just... I'm just going to be so fucking confused. Like, I hope with a kid, it's like, oh, yeah, like, he knows what he's doing, because I will have no fucking clue. <laughs> right. But <you laughs> Yeah, have- hopefully
2: my kid knows how to uh, do shit, because yeah, right? I won't be able to he, teach him. <laughs> he's counting on the wrong...
4: It's like, you think, like, oh, yeah, they never, like, make mistakes, or anything. Like, dude, like, they're doing all sorts of shit.
2: I feel like I yeah. kind of noticed that when I... Uh, when you go to college or when you like graduate high school, and then like if you go away to school and you come back, or if you're just like living in your house, but it's like you're an adult child instead of just a child living with your parents, mm-hmm. that's when I really <laughs> noticed the change of like almost talking to your parents, like not as peers, but as adult to adult rather than like child to parent, you know? Yeah, they look at you a yeah. lot different.
3: Yeah, like my last year living with my parents, like. I'd ask him questions about, like, investing or, you know, real estate, something like that, and, like, eventually you kind of hit that threshold where it's, like, you were just as capable of knowing way more than they are at this right. point. Oh, you don't
1: know anything. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you wait a second. My favorite so thing. So I was
3: telling my dad, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is that, and he's like, I got no idea what you're talking about, Kyle. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. Dad, you're they don't fucking know, stupid. <laughs> so then he's asking me, and I'm sitting there trying to explain it to him, and I'm like,
4: damn. What really hits home is, like, when you get to the point where you don't ask, you tell. Like, it's no longer right. like, hey, like, I was thinking about, like, maybe going on, like, a trip with, like, Kyle or something. And they're like, oh, no, you just be like, hey, I'm going here. And, like, there's nothing you can fucking do about exactly. it. And, like, then yeah. they're like, all right. They'll still try to give their advice. But it's like, you're ups. Like, if yeah. I want to fucking move to Tijuana, I can do that.
1: Right. No, so my little sister <laughs> at, at Auburn, uh, she, like, a week or two into her being there, again, it's just community college, so it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, still, she she's moving. She's away from the house. On real quick,
3: real quick. Is she in one of those, like, community college programs that's like literally like damn near on campus and then it feeds into the...
1: I think she lives in Auburn Tennessee, or Auburn, Alabama. Auburn, Alabama. Oh, okay. Uh, she lives in the town of Auburn. I don't know how close that is to campus, but again, one of the kids that she's living with goes to Auburn right. University or whatever the fuck. Um, I think it's like that. Like, I know, there like, was one at Iowa, I, Iowa and stuff that like... Yeah. They do U of I was the Iowa same I almost did that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, so a, a couple weeks into this of her... Just going down there, she calls her mom and she's gonna go visit her friend who goes to Kentucky, right? She's gonna drive mm-hmm. by herself from Alabama to Kentucky. It's, it's like you know, far, ten hour drive, eight hour drive, whatever the fuck. And my mom was kind of like, you know, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like you don't, you don't have any money. You just got there. You what just are you gonna don't. do about it? And my mom was, just, or my sister was, just kind of like, uh you know, mom. I'm not really asking you. Like I'm, yeah, I'm telling you that I'm gonna you. that I'm doing this. And I was like, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Like I was kind of as a parent, I was acting like the parent in the moment. Like, yeah, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? But then once she said that, I was like, no, fuck yeah. Like yes, good for you. Go do that. Break down the side of the door if you have to. Learn that lesson, whatever the fuck it is. But like, yeah, you're not telling. You're or yeah, you're not asking. You're doing. You know, just. Be a fucking person, you know, grow grow up, you know. I don't know. I was, I, was, I was proud of her in that moment. I
4: think that's how you learn all the lessons. Just, like, if you, if you fuck up or you know, if you go to jail or anything, like, fuck it.
1: You got to do it when you're young. Maybe in jail.
4: But. Like, she's 18. Yeah. yeah,
3: taking opportunities, whether it's, like, lifestyle changes, career paths, like, you're better off trying when you're younger because you just have your margin of error. You just have so many more opportunities to just keep fucking up before, Without like, consequences. It, yeah, before you learn it really way costs you, you know. Like, if you're taking, like life altering decisions in your like thirties and forties, like that can set you back. But when you're 18, like you can try a handful of different things and fail at it and like you still have so much more time to recover. Correct. And, you I, know?
4: I think you just learn way more if you like do it. And it's like it's say people are always like, oh like treat people nice, treat people treat people the way you want to be treated. But if you go out there and be a dickhead and get your fucking ass kicked you're gonna learn a lot more exactly and if you oh treat people nice like why like just go fucking let them do it
1: yeah learn the yeah. lesson yeah be like
4: oh like don't fucking you know don't do drugs it's like oh then you go do drugs and you're like holy shit maybe that's why they say don't do drugs like, right
3: <laughs> sometimes it's more important to know what not to do yeah than to know
4: what to like, do. i always say this about college like you learn way more outside of the classroom than you ever do in like just all sorts of shit that you do <laughs>
1: What Kind of bullshit is that? I
4: think it's. I think it's a true statement. I think <laughs> like, you learn way yeah. more. Like you know nine beers because you're on your minute, own. Like you know? learn about like laundry and like
2: doing all sorts of
1: shit. Uh, okay. Yeah.
2: I, I guess so. Maybe, maybe living on your own. That's a,
3: that's like a you
4: learn how to socialize, experience. like make friends, like just I mean, maybe you know, at that, Leatherneck
1: University. But I mean,
4: uh, maybe uh, yeah, maybe in <laughs> Leatherneck world you learn.
1: I mean, yeah, the curriculum wasn't too strong there. So I also like, didn't yeah, go not. to college, so I'm kind of I'm talking down to you for no reason. So no, you're good. I just. I, I certainly didn't learn a lot in the classroom
4: so the bar is not set very high i'm fucking working in hr dude
1: i'm kind of jealousy though at a certain point because i'm like he's making money it's kind of it's a it's kind of dope job <laughs> you're at home all day i
4: mean yeah a lot of people like envy dude, that shit's i work from home five days no, a week but i i don't
1: like working from home that dude if much. i don't ryan get goes, the fuck
4: out of the house i'm gonna die
1: ryan goes yeah today i went in all four days this week well you know I work from home today, but, you know, I'm like... That's a given. That's a given. <laughs> like, but Friday, I, like, course, I like going Why in. would he go in on a Friday? You know, like well, the-
3: I feel like nowadays, like, if you work at, like, a big company, like, they're just asking you to come in because they're paying yeah, for we're an, the a lease. lease for an office, yeah. like, and you have right. half your employees working from home, so you're like, well, like, a lot of our friends, uh, like Sydney and Reese, uh, they live in Chicago now, and, because they both work down there, but their job's the only require requirement to go in the office twice a week. So, like, they work from home, obviously, those other days, but... You know, two days a week, like, you can make that. You can swing that. Because they were doing that commute even when they were living out here. And now that they live in Lincoln Park, like, you can make that commute, like, any given day. So you can go more, right? Oh, yeah. But two days, two days a week. I
4: don't think everybody wants to. Easy peasy. I mean, the nice thing is I work work for an IT company. Like, it's a software cloud. And, like, if you know anything about, like, people who work in IT or people who code, like, they're complete hermit crabs. Like, even when we go in the office, they just, (laughs) they go in an office and shut the door. And they do all the meetings virtually anyways. It's fucking pointless. Like, yeah, just a lot of
2: hermit crab activity.
3: Do you like going to the office, shorts or do you like working from home better?
2: I like the office a lot more. Um, do you feel, like, more locked in when you're there? Do you yeah, the more, in the like, dude, when you, like, take a shower and dress. Yeah, you're right. Professionally, and, like, oh, yeah. you're around other people. and you, you think I've better. learned so much more, like you were saying, like, how you learn more outside the classroom in college. I've learned so it's much corny, more from, course. like, the guys that I sit next to and across from because they've been in this industry for like 20 years and they know they just, there's so much shit that you can learn. That's Mm -hmm. not just like through reading shit or trying to teach yourself. Yeah. Cause since I like work, like in
3: you'd call it like the field, right? Like you're out of office and stuff. Like the days that I am in the office, um, I learn so much more, you know, just like all the little, the small things, you know, and the more time I spend in the office, the more, the way more I learn.
4: And Schwartz, you're right about like getting up and like taking a shower and like, cause dude, I, a lot of times. I mean, I'll take calls from bed. I'll take calls in my pajamas and I am just like ready to fall asleep. Like I'm yeah. just ready to crawl. Like my bed's right there. Like I, my hair's all fucked up. Like, my camera's off. Like I'm not fucking paying attention. Yeah,
3: because you're basically trying to associate your home, which is for relaxing, yeah, hanging out, and then you're trying to incorporate like a work environment. Yeah, I mean, right?
4: it's, it's no place for. A...
3: Like they say, how you're like not supposed to put like a desk in your room, you know? Because you yeah, want like your bedroom right? literally you know, in my you, room because you want your bedroom to be like your your relaxation area. Right. But, like for me, you know, like even when I was doing like the whole like filming videos and whatnot, like my bedroom was also like kind of like my little office too. You know, it still is. I still have my desk and everything up there. Yeah, my monitors and all that So, yeah, I feel like uh, If you can go into the office Yeah, I feel like you'd be definitely more more productive
4: But you, then you get there and you're like Yeah, oh, this fucking sucks, I want to go <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta depends. drive there and drive home it's, and it's
2: I take the train down, so like It's honestly not bad, I like the routine of like You know, I started reading again Because like I just hate looking at my phone So I, yeah. you know, I'll read a book on the train it's and then Better than TikTok working, working downtown and like I don't know, just, it feels like you actually did something productive instead of like logging in and logging off. Mm -hmm. So yeah, about the reading thing too. Yeah. I've been trying to read
3: more, still working on it. Right. But yeah, definitely bought some books, like starting to read again. And I'm like, was reading in bed like on Monday or uh, sorry, Wednesday, like after, after my small group at church, I finally got like an actual Bible and like trying to like read it. And I'm just sitting there like reading. What like, version is it? It's the King James version. Oh wow! Fucked up there.
1: Fancy, yeah. Fucked up there. I read. I read, uh, I I read like,
3: means. dude. I read like 15 pages. Thou
1: art the. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Thou art thou. And I'm yeah. sitting there like reading it, you know, because I, the reason why I got I got it off Amazon, right, because it has the, the Old Testament, and the New Testament in it. So I wanted both, and I knew, because my small group was like, do not buy. The King James version. They even recommended buying the, the, the children's version because off to the side they have all like the
4: subreddits of like what it actually means. Subreddits. That's a beautiful <laughs> like, description. I, I mean, that's wait, exact. Like, that's, that's beautiful. I mean, you know? wait, how many versions? I'm not too religious. How many versions of the Bible are there? There's a the New Testament, the Old Testament. So, no, no, King no, no. James. so New Testament, Old so Testament. So, the Bible
2: is the New Testament, the Old Testament. The, the, the Christian Old Testament Bible Testament was the, uh, the Torah. The Torah, which, which is, is the, only the, the first. Book of
1: the Jewish faith. But it's the only. What? It's the first six books of the Old Testament are the Torah. The rest of it are just books that the Christian Bible has.
4: I mean, this is this is really like made. I should know this, but like, what even is? Is it a story? Is it like just like nonfiction? Like, no, it's what, a bunch of stories. So what? And it 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 what about the about the verses ask. and the quotes. Fiction, like, sorry, not like that. So sorry. The, the the Old
3: Testament has like the like the, the wrath of. The Lord. But is it like yeah, is it
4: like, like reading a
1: textbook, like, or is it like reading like there's like a it's stories. It, it, there's a narrative. Each each book is different. Like, How? the first five books were written How by Moses, oh. right? So it's about, like, there's the... Cra- five Bibles? The first five books, which are basically chapters, essentially. Oh, okay. Uh, are about, uh, the like, the creation of the earth, right? Like, Adam and Eve, all the shit. Then Noah, and then, like, the Israelites getting out of Egypt. That's the Jewish okay. Bible. Then there's more books after that. Is it, like,
4: entertaining that. to read? Like, is it, like, well, you have like, is it boring? Some of them are. Leviticus
1: it, is boring as hell. It's all the rules. I've tried to read it. Sorry. I'm taking away from you, right? you're, good. you're good. You're definitely
3: probably more educated on the specifics of it than i am i would say so um but, but like you know how like you michael like when you see like a bible verse it'll be like matthew 16 10. yeah is matthew like this so matthew is the story? was like the tax collector so the oh. when it's matthew that's like his chapter like his part of the bible He's the accountant so um does he work from home <laughs> does he work from home and uh who's the hr guy yeah <laughs> so you said Jesus. Was that was grabbing James. <laughs> yeah, Jesus <laughs> so, got written up, baby. <laughs> yeah, so then like Old Testament is, I'm trying to think of the word. Not like mythical, but like there's more like, uh, like it, it basically like Old Testament's like Jesus on an acid trip. Like there, it's like more intense. Jesus
1: is not in the Old Testament. Jesus is the New Testament. That's what that's Sorry, what makes I, Christianity God. different yeah. than uh, Judaism. Was God a, is he person or figure? Like, is, does he ever come down?
3: God is an entity, okay. and then, so in the New Testament is Jesus old testament is is god yes
1: jesus so is like god
4: kind of
3: jesus is the
1: son of god who is
2: god and is also the holy
3: spirit well, two, three some sort of thing one okay basically michael the new testament is like when jesus came and like all of the acts he
1: performed right so matthew mark luke, luke and john son of god. are the exact same story told from four different points of view that's pretty cool Right, so that's kind of like what makes it historically accurate, hypothetically, right? It's that Matthew tells a very similar story to Luke, who tells a similar story to blah, 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 right? But also, all the disciples wrote their own versions of it, but for some yes. reason, yes. only four of them got picked to be put into the Bible.
3: So, yeah, they all wrote their own version of it. Right.
4: How many characters are there? A lot? <laughs> yeah. 2,000 years worth. So, 10, I know there's like worth. Matthew, like John three sixteen. like how many are there, like? John 360. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, the, there, I agree, dude. I have not been there to this.
1: Twelve disciples, twelve, 12 apostles. Okay. Those, yeah. they are? All those, yeah. those they are. Those were the guys that followed around Jesus. Matthew was a tax collector, mm-hmm.
3: different people were different things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they basically like explain like what Jesus did for them and like their side of the story. Right. So when you ask me like what is the Bible, it's their testament, they're saying and they're proving that Jesus was real and the miracles that he performed. Hmm. So, like, Jesus did this, Jesus Their did that. Their accounts of... Yeah. So, the
4: Bible is essentially... So, who wrote it, all 12 of them?
3: Pretty much.
2: Yes.
1: That's <laughs> like... But so, then after... you tell your kid? Matthew, Matthew Mark, Mark, Luke, and John the were the apostles. <laughs> they actually lived with Jesus, like, right? The <laughs> then yeah. after that, then Paul, who was around after Jesus died, Paul was a convert. He was a Jewish um, priest... Who then, on the road to Damascus, saw God and then converted to Christianity? Right, then he wrote the like the the book of Romans, which was a letter to Rome. Then there was uh, like different books where he was basically just saying like, "Hey, this is why uh, we believe God is God," and uh, this is you know basically. It, it's notes two different cities right that's like another big chunk of the New Testament mm-hmm. then after that, is it gets crazy John also wrote Revelations he was like dying on an island he was like uh, uh, kicked out from uh, like leprosy he was like, or something no he uh, he was like thrown out or maybe he get, was a shipwreck something like that but basically he had like he was like tripping out on this island he was about to die wrote this whole thing about the end of the world that's Revelations
4: yeah but, <laughs> oh, so uh not, not to go de- too deep into the rabbit hole here but what about aliens <laughs> That's not in the Bible, so it's not real.
2: Oh, End yeah. of story. They
3: didn't talk well, huh? in the car. I just want to answer Michael's question. Please, it, please, it's, Kyle. It's, I'm, it's I'm
4: taking
1: this away from you. I'm so the, sorry. It,
3: the, it's a. Uh, it when you said, is it like a history book? It basically is. Okay. It's uh, them just telling all their stories of like, like I was saying earlier, like all the miracles was and it like first
4: person or third person. Like how's it written?
3: First and third. So like their personal stories, and then they talk about like what he did. But then you, like I said, then you have Old Testament, New Testament, and then when i was saying king james version king james is the most like uh not cited but like uh translated or yeah so it's the most like pure version like non-retranslated because like over the years you have to like they've made adjustments to it right so king james is like
1: written i mean what is
4: it actually written in roman is that the language
1: I think it was originally what? written in, in Aramaic and then it was translated to Greek and then from Greek, I think it was translated to German oh. by uh the, the guy who made the printing press who was uh what's his name?
2: Guggenheim. K G, can I explain that? Sounds oh. right. <laughs> so yesterday at work, uh we got this new boss at work, not to hijack the story, but the guy sitting next to him, he's talking to the new like the new boss basically. And this new boss is like the way the term that he uses to like when you sign a client they like start you know, they invest money with you is printing. Let's print with them. We'll print three hundred a three hundred million dollar ticket with this, you know, pension or whatever. And he's like he gets off the phone with the boss the new the new guy and he's like, You know what, junior? They call me the printing press. They call <laughs> me Guggenheim and he starts saying I that think for
1: it's like, Gutenberg.
2: But he was saying, Guggenheim, <laughs> and I didn't even know what the fuck was going on.
3: So right, I found it. So, <laughs> yeah, fact check. The concise answer is that the Old Testament occurs first and shows how the world began and how the people of Israel came. Right. Like Drew was saying. Whereas the New Testament comes after and documents how the world is saved through what Jesus did for his people. Beautiful. Oh, okay. So, when I was saying like godlike creatures, like mythical, that's because they're talking about like how the world came. Right. Adam and Eve.
1: Right. Right. Sodom and Gamora, right? All right, normal Bible talk. Sorry, folks. No, I want to keep going. No, into don't it, be sorry. So, um, when did the aliens come? The aliens aren't part of it. So, Kyle, so That's you a said a different book, Michael. You said that you've started to go back to church, and you're you're in uh, like a men's group or like a Bible study, right? Yeah. So, um, that is really
2: awesome, man. Kyle, that is so awesome. Thank you. That's cool to hear. So, the re-
3: you're probably thinking like, how'd you get into this? So, yeah. yeah. I- just like probably every other white person, like oh, I I gr- I grew up Catholic, and then I uh, went to church school, and I stopped. Hey, so HR here, sorry. So, sorry, you can't say
2: <laughs> Catholic or God or Jesus. So right
3: I, I, you know, I grew up Catholic, you know, and most I got pe- the faith kicked out of me exactly by the Catholic Church. Exactly. So most most people would probably say like Catholicism is like very strict, right. and uh, that that's definitely how I was raised. Like my parents and especially my grandmother uh, used like Catholicism to. For, discipline like, for like, yeah, for <laughs> discipline and obedience and like that's kind of how the catholic, that's how the catholic church has been for years yes so and raping children when people, you're when you're trying that. when you're trying to like go to church and do all that like when you're young it was just kind of like a lot and then you didn't really grow your own faith so like over the years like I obviously still believe in like jesus and everything and um i just kind of had that like urge to like want to go back but like since i stopped going to my other church that i grew up with that like i don't even know if it's still like operating I just, like, didn't really know, like, where to go or how to start. And then uh, Cameron and, like, a bunch of her coworkers, uh, they go to Mission, which is literally, like, right over here in Bloomingdale. And it's, like, a five-minute drive. And uh, one Sunday, uh, she was, like, hey, like, I'm going to go to church. And just was, like, you want to go? And I was, like, yeah. And she was, like, wait, really? I'm, like, yeah, I'll go. And she's, like, well, you're, awesome. not, and she's like, you're not going just because I asked, right? And I was, like, honestly, no. Like, I've kind of had this, like, gut feeling I should start going back. So I started going in, like, March. And then like, you know, I'll miss a Sunday here and there, you know, right? Yeah, of course. But uh I've been like to think I've been being pretty steady about it. And then uh my small group thing started on Wednesday, it's called Alpha. It's like through a bunch of other churches. So like you um it's a small group, they bring you in, they feed you dinner, and then you watch like a, a video that covers a topic, something biblical, and then you break into your small group, you discuss it, and you'll have questions that go along with it. And then everyone gives like their 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 thoughts and opinions on it. So, like, the first week was, like, super easy questions. Like, if you saw God, what would you want to ask? You know, is there a time that you ever felt upset with God? Stuff like that. And then everyone shares their opinion. So, some people, like, tie it into, like, childhood trauma. Some people tie it into, like, like I kept it real simple. They're like, what would you ask God? I'm like, do dogs go to heaven? You know, so
2: it's like. <laughs> so, there's a wide range of uh, questions. Yeah, yeah. like, some, yeah. like
3: well, That's no one was true. talking, right? Because everyone's probably trying to think of something extremely deep. Right. right? Like, why did my grandpa die or something? And I was just like, I'll go first. Like, kick,
1: Yeah, kick it yeah. off, something easy, yeah. Yeah,
3: and it was nice because, like, it was the first time, you know, I, I have I do have a good small group, but, um, you know, everyone's kind of, like, a little nervous, so I was just like, well, I'll keep it lighthearted. So, like, do dogs go to heaven?
1: Oh, that's really cool, man. I, uh, I've i been kind of going through a crisis, religious crisis, and uh, we've talked about it a little bit on the show, but uh, so it's, it's cool to, to talk to you about it.
4: Yeah, I think you're the only person I know who goes to
1: church. That's yeah, cool. like, a, well, like... Like I said,
3: a lot of my friends, same thing, right? They grew up. Yeah, so things. it's not like they lost their belief. They just stopped going.
4: You know? Right. So like I've been trying Mom to. My dad uh, didn't drag him anymore. Right.
3: Much. You know, when someone's not telling you to go, you're kind of like, okay, well, do I go? You know, you kind of have your own free will to go. Like even when I, my parents were like, uh, like I said, you know, my dad fishes a lot. He's like, hey, I caught a bunch of walleye. We're going to do a fish fry on Sunday. You want to come by? And I was like, what time? And he's like, uh, 12 o'clock. And I was like, I'll, I'll be at church. And he was like, what? And I was just like <laughs> I was like yeah, and he's like when did when did you start going to church? And I was like oh, I didn't you tell him. Me. I was like I, 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 love love for, I was like I've been going for a month. He's like oh good for you. It's fairly innocent because my my dad went to Benedictine, which is a a, a, a Catholic school. So Logan Atkins, shout out Logan. <laughs> shout out Logan. <laughs> uh, and and when my dad graduated, like he wanted to kind of be a pastor. Like, he was thinking about it. Wow. Because um, see, like I said, he grew up very religious because my grandmother was very religious. So. I think it made him happy. Both my mom and dad know when I'm going back. Very good, especially since I like chose it on my own. You know,
1: that's awesome. I'm man. sure, yeah, I'm sure they're stoked. They're about They're inspired that. by that. Yeah,
3: I'm not above or below anybody for going. You know, but like, no, yeah, of I, course, I of definitely. Course. You know, I always feel better when I leave. Like, I never regret going. Yeah, it's probably you bad. know, I bet. So
1: I go back and forth because I'm like, if I had a family, I like I feel like I should raise my family. In the church, just like your parents did or whatever, right? And, and yeah. yeah. I think a lot of the way parents go is to bring their kids, because obviously it's
4: like if you bring your kid to church at a young age, you know, it should help some, like, straighten them out.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, looking back at it. on like, a
4: good path. But then the kids get old and the parents stop going. I see that a lot.
3: Well, you know, when you're a kid, you're trying to get involved in a bunch of stuff. So, like, a lot of the times, I, the reason why I stopped going is because I started playing sports.
1: Right. Sunday you know, afternoon, gets busy. You, know, yeah. you go to church yeah.
3: at 12 on a Sunday, we have a baseball game. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. So F- football, I always played Sundays. You right? know, the football was the big thing when I started playing football. Like then it, it then it was just going to church on holidays. You know, right. like Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving, you go for Easter, Easter, Christmas, Easter, and then it just stopped all together.
1: Yeah, yeah. My parents still go to church every week. They're like really big into their church. They've got you know small groups and mm-hmm. like a couples group, and then they have like a men's group and shit or whatever. But uh, yeah, the couples group is cool. It, it's interesting for sure. I,
4: I got a question. Like we're keeping everything on the lighthearted topic. So if you had a lot of money and you could just donate to any charity in the world, what would you donate to? Is that a good question? That's a great question. Okay, I don't even know my answer to it honestly. But what do you got, KG? Well, because yeah. I'm thinking, I know a lot of people like give to their church and stuff. I'm like personally, I mean, I don't have it. I wouldn't give to my church. Well, I, I wouldn't donate church. to the Susan
3: G. Coleman Foundation because I heard they.
1: There's a lot of scummy charities like out there. Money. I they heard they pay. So like, there's a website to look up how much money you give to a charity goes to, like the charity. How efficient? Yeah. It, is. Well, how efficient. it is. how efficient? So, yes, yes. yes. A lot of
3: so. I worked for a, a wedding and a wedding and events company. My first year out of out of high school. Oh, that's right. for, that's not for elegant. Charity. You remember that when we were doing lucid and you stuff? Yes, we were driving
1: that truck around. Yeah. Yeah,
3: like me, Daryl, everybody. Right. So, MC Landers. We were yeah, <laughs> we were setting up a, this like really big event at this guy's like a multi-million dollar mansion in st charles it's like off of randall like tucked way back behind there he was on like a handful of anchors of land his basement was like as big as his entire house it was insane <laughs> he held the event in his basement that's awesome dude it was like an auditorium down there it was insane a uh, marble flooring he had like like this, like weird, like gold tiled ceiling, <laughs> and uh I asked him what he did for a living, right? Because I'm 18, I'm trying to figure out like where the money's at. <laughs> he owns a charity, and well, he literally goes, a- he goes, I own a charity. Whoa. Oh, okay, that's
4: a red flag.
3: <laughs> and uh I go, and I go, I go, what does your wife do? And he, she goes, she runs the charity with me. Right. So that I, I helps me uh, the, the rich, the rich yeah. get foundation. It. So I didn't ask, you know how that all works right i just was like okay but basically like if it's a non-profit right you can't profit it's off it's a 501c of it. but you uh, can pay your executives because you have to they have to run it right there's no such thing as free lunch right so it's like you got to pay somebody so i'm not saying every charity is this way but like you you, you know probably more of the smaller ones maybe they definitely like they can not all of them do but i'm sure some of them probably pay themselves a little more than they should
2: no for sure yeah, dude. in In my business, so like I work for a company that manages investments, but I sell the uh, what are deemed institutional investors, mm-hmm. endowments, and foundations, nonprofits. That's a whole like vertical that we sell into, mm-hmm. um, because like endowments, they have huge amounts of like gift money, mm-hmm. and they try to manage that instead of holding it in cash, and you know maybe you make a couple percent like treasury bills or whatever, mm-hmm. but. They have whole portfolios where the goal is okay, let's maximize the amount of money that we have so that we can get a steady stream of income every year and do what we need to do and fund our charitable cause Mm -hmm. while sustaining like that nominal base amount and Mm -hmm. growing our mission or whatever. But it's, it depends, dude, because yeah, are there definitely genuine people in that? But are there, does it also attract? a lot of people that are there for the wrong reasons definitely and it was insane like anything
3: this guy had in his driveway he had like a a 458 italia which is like x amount of supplied ferraris right so it's like a limited edition ferrari he had a so that was like his fun weekend car then his wife daily drove a g-wagon like matte black um then he had just like a couple like family cars one was like the I think it was like the C something. It was like the the Mercedes like SUVs right. and then stuff like that. So, and he told me uh, I also found out that was like his summer home. He comes back here for the summer, so he has something bigger and better elsewhere. Right. And I rent he had his garage. It's embezzling everything. So like you see like our basement we got like memorabilia right. Right. He had like this one jersey and I know it very well. It's the purple Blackhawk. Jersey. Oh, yeah, the cancer one, And they only did those at a silent auction, and the money went towards a cancer fundraising thing. Wow. And he had two of them.
1: <sighs> so, Bounds. Lord... Like 20 grand. <laughs> so, Lord knows what yeah, he paid for those. Silent so auctions is just overpaying for What that. he paid, actually, what the fucking charity paid, probably. I right? don't want
3: to make assumptions, but, I mean, you know, but he has money, and it came from somewhere. He could have started a business, and maybe this is what he does now, right? I don't want you know, to... Yeah, so, it's possible. But basically... Uh, I was talking to my boss about it because I was like, "Who comes to these events?" And then he just—he he was like, "A bunch of rich people who own companies and want a tax write-off." Yeah, because
4: charitable donations are oh, a tax right. That's that's, the, the game, um, dude. that's how we met uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Ooh. He, we went clubbing with Alshon. Jeffrey. This is a cool, this oh. is a great story. Great story. Great story. Yeah, Drew, you're gonna have to put this the, one in there. Yeah, the, yeah. the Bears all time—like, I don't know if it's all time—but he owns like DJ Moore almost just passed the record and was held by Alshon Jeffrey yesterday for like most team guys in game. Um, Ari Clark her mom works for like a great company it's a like a not sure it's like a program it's like very good like helps people whatever and Alshon Jeffrey apparently they, he like donates them like helps them is like very nice and Ari's sister babysat Alshon Jeffrey's like kids, whoa, so one time whoa. we're out in Chicago and Ari's like, "Hey, like, do you know who this is?" I'm like, "Dude, that's like the Bears' best receiver of all time." Right? She goes, it's my family friend. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, it's a really good family friend." Like, whoa. and so he like, um, he hit her up and was like, "Hey, like, you going out with like some friends or whatever?" And we're like, "Yeah." We're How like, old
1: is he compared to her? Oh
4: God, have like Ten here. years he's at least. Thirty years. Right, right. like, yeah. Whatever. I mean, who knows? Like, <laughs> he's if a he, good guy. Who knows if he was being creepy or not? <laughs> he's like, like, "Hey, sure." Well, a, so
3: like, hold on, sorry, Michael, real quick. So like many, like like many famous people, he doesn't text her. He sends her voice memos on Instagram that expire. Right, right. Yeah, cover your tracks. Uh, so I asked her why she does that, and he's like, "Well, he's famous, so like, even though I'm his family friend, like, no digital footprint kind of thing."
4: So, right. so he called her. And I gotta start doing that. So he had, which I've never seen before, his phone number was verified. He had like a he ver- had a checkmark like when he calls, the number is verified. So, like, it's actually him. And, like, he was, like, hey, like, I'm at the club. We were at the club. I don't know. Like, like we had a party bus that night for our friend's birthday. Like, it was a great night for him to come. Shout out, Shibby. And, yeah, and he comes. Yeah, shout out, Siobhan. Right, he you comes. guys were kind of flexing a little bit. <laughs> we were, at and then, yeah, so he comes into like, the back door and gets, like, a table, and he's just fucking, we, like, we see him. He's in the back, and we walk over, and, like, holy shit, it's Austin Jeffrey. And Ari goes up, and, like, Me and Kyle like go up next. I'm like, Hey, how's it going, man? He has these massive hands. Like, Mm. we shake his hand. We're like,
1: Oh, we have. have, You're like listing his stats. Oh, yeah. We (laughs) have
4: have, obviously. Like, like, I'm like, I have never really met someone that famous. like, we're sitting at his table. Like, he came there to see like us. Like, so we're sitting there. And And what was so funny? He was like, Hey, you don't mind if I come, right? Yeah, he's. You don't mind. We're like, Dude, come. I'm actually dude. Can you get So Clearly, we we don't ask about football. Like, I shake his hands He has these massive fucking hands. He obviously mows footballs with. Hell yeah! Yeah. And and, and, and he just starts buying bottles Shorty. Shorty. he starts absolutely buying bottles he's racking up i everything. think i at, remember seeing someone yeah, post something we're, i mean it's hard so at the end of the night at the end of the night one. we're like hey like can we get a picture he's like yeah i don't care it's right. so like at the whole time i'm not gonna be like so like are you gonna come back to the league we didn't talk anything about that we're just talking like random stuff and then uh at the end of the night like the tab comes it's like fucking thousands of dollars ari looks at him and goes oh do you want us to split it i go can't fucking afford this I'm Shut like, the fuck up Ar. I'm like so, and go, he, he laughs of course He's like no dude Like it's fine And then he just goes Out the back door Like he barely even drank of the bottles Just left them for us And like He basically Yeah I can't on. wait to tell my kids I fucking went go yeah. to the club Without got, John Jeffrey I gotta
3: add on to this So before she's like Don't be weird Like don't Yeah Like don't make a scene Like he basically He don't doesn't take ride Like he just wanted to come And just be in a club As a regular person You right. know like he didn't right. Like cause now he has like Long kind of longer dreads And stuff Or braided hair Like he uh
4: it was dark. A lot of people like probably you, didn't know You'd have, you
3: have to really know him to recognize. And we him. were in the corner, and uh, yeah, he just shows up. We kind of give him a little head nod. You know, I didn't want to like be a little. I didn't want to fanboy out. Yeah, you know, bears no. Like, like, him. Yeah, you know, at the up? clubs they have the couches and you can sit like on top of the couch, right? Like on the back, of, like this. Yep, yep, yep. So he just like plops up there. He had like a couple bodyguards, and uh, we were just like, what? Right. Yeah, we we're like, oh, what's up, dude? And then he was like, oh, what's up? And we like dapped him up. Hello, sir. And then we ordered like, yeah, right. like a bottle. Right, like before he got there, like we were already there for a little bit, and we, well, like I said, we were on the party bus, we were pre gaming, and like when I get drunk, I like really slur, you know, so I just try not to talk too much, like if I'm if I'm actually really drunk, you know, like, and I was just like, i probably not in a good spot to be like, Alshon, I'm your biggest fan, dude, yeah. love you, bro. So I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna play and,
4: and we had, uh, I
3: waited until he got up and was walking out, and I started walking towards him, and this bodyguard kind of was like, and I was like, can I ask him for a picture? And he's like. And then, like he turns around, I was like, "Hey, could can, can I grab a picture?" I was like, "If it's okay with you." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead." I That's like snap really that nice picture, guy. dapped him up, and I was like, "Hey, you know, thanks for coming, man. It was really good to see you."
4: And then awesome. Ari still talks to him. Yeah, going into like charity, he's super like big in like mental health. Like I, even when he played, he would take fines so he could wear like special cleats for like to support mental health. So it was super, wow. really nice. He's guy. a good. He's a good guy. And I, he's a good guy. I so we had this party bus. It was a bunch of like my friends from college, and I told them I'm like, "Hey, like you're not gonna fucking believe this, but Alshon Jeffrey is." And they're like, "I don't believe you. I don't I not believe you." He fucking pulled up, and I'm like, "Yo, like," and they were at a separate table. It's like it was just me, Ari, and Kyle. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm "Keep not
3: gonna... in mind, we're at a boys' birthday party." Yeah, so with we, a bunch of boys, that a like bunch football. of fucking dudes. Right, right, so right, I'm right. like,
4: "Hey," It's so like, I, I ended up, I was like, kind of like sh- shuttling him in, like two or three people, were like, "Hey, come meet Alshon, come meet Alshon," and so and they, dude, to the, I felt like the man. I was like, "Holy shit!" Of I had, Al- I had Alshon Jeffrey for my birthday. It's like you know that episode like, of
3: SpongeBob when he like shakes his hand. He's like,
4: "I'm never washing this
3: hand." Yeah, yeah. Right. Probably all of us
4: were like. I mean, the closest I've ever hung out with a famous person. Yeah, and like. Are yeah, him
3: all the time. Like he's like, hey, if you guys want to like go get lunch, like, you know, let me. Yeah, yeah so because I, I, I just want to like, go get lunch with him and be like, hey, like, what was it like playing the league? Like, what was it like being like an actual good player on a Bears team?
4: She said like right. her sister you would know. fly on his like jet. Like they did like not she didn't have a private jet, I don't think, but like he had he would do like he would, would he would fly yeah, private, he would fly and, like, and she, yeah, she'd him. get on it. And, like, so like he apparently like super good relationship with him. Really
1: cool, great guy. That is really cool. So he just lived by them. Well, Well, he's got a place somewhere. He
4: he has a place in Texas and, like, an apartment in Chicago. But he didn't live anywhere near um, Elgin. But he would use Ari's mom's, like, charity or whatever she worked for to oh, like to okay. get like t- and, and she, she knew it was her tax like, she'd ask like her mom, her mom, game, him, her yes. mom would be like oh you yeah. need a tax right off Alshon. he's like yeah and she's like sure but, give he us. has a
1: house in texas that he lives in six months and one day in yeah, every I'm year sure i'm sure and then he has the crazy. condo in, in i'm sure it's something crazy
4: but yeah but, super good charity guys maybe, so maybe so don't clip
3: the tax right off in there <laughs> Sorry, I still I mean, want to get
4: lunch with him if Alshon jeffrey was listening to this podcast we'd be getting Ari Clark get, yeah. get him on my get, podcast get him on the pod I need the this. ad revenue would skyrocket I get, I, I, get a, I get a
3: phone call from a verified number I'm just like tail instantly between my legs like right. oh shit Drew
4: do you have an ad today? you haven't done the ad
1: uh, I have it pre-recorded I do
3: oh, and uh, this podcast is sponsored yeah. by Manscaped
1: yeah. I wish <laughs> trim your balls God, do you have hairy testicles? the ball shaver 3.0 yeah, I'm I'm hoping to get uh, real ads like that eventually. Right now, I just have the ad for um, Spotify Podcasters, um, which I pre-recorded. But um, I don't know. It's kind of cool. When, when I got that notification being like, hey, you've qualified for an You're ad, like, oh, I was yeah. like, it's fucking
4: happening. You know? We'll get Alshon to do like, a, hey, check out this podcast. We'll be That'd be so sick.
3: So I mean, you look at someone like like Bobby Altoff. You know, like, it really just takes that one person to put your podcast on a platform. You know, it could be the next Bobby.
1: So that's my whole thing is that, like, uh, obviously she blew up with, like, within three podcasts or whatever, having Drake on. But, uh, like, I listen to all these podcasts, and it's, like, stand comedians, before they get famous, it's, like, you've been doing it for 10 years before anything really happens. So in my mind, I'm just, like, just do it. Just kind of keep grinding you know hopefully something happens but if not it's like i'm just building the catalog Mm -hmm. and then i have one viral moment hypothetically down the line and then people can go back and see oh my god there's all this you know all these episodes you know and then it's fun yeah it's like compound interest you know you just keep going and keep going and then it grows and it grows exactly and then like you said it's also it's just fun like with salviano last night i'm like dude i would have never as much as i like you and had fond memories you like i I wouldn't hit you up just to yeah, chill. Right? You, know? it's like,
4: you don't even have to record the show. Some of these conversations are just fucking like, good.
1: Right. But to me, it's like it's just even more of a reason yeah. to do it. You yeah.
3: Know? Yeah. Drew's like, Michael, Kyle, I would never spend I'm, a I'm minute not gonna with lie. you guys I mean, outside <laughs> of this headset. I mean, dude, let's don't go into fucking, it. Like, don't we, text we, me Ky- after this.
4: Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kyle were supposed to be on like one of the first episodes of this podcast. Let's get into it, dude. Let's, yeah. get, and Hang on. let's get into I'll it. I'll go ahead and say it, man. I didn't really believe. I was like, I don't know what this is.
1: Not what I was
3: That's not why I was pointing at Michael. I was pointing at him because Michael, he had plans that he forgot about. You wanted to it was one of those on. things
4: you said yes to, and then, you're and like, then oh, fuck, when yes when to Michael
3: said he was gone, or like wasn't able to do it, then I reconfirmed previous plans, and then you—that's when you asked me, like, well, would you just want to come on it? And I was like, oh, this looks so bad because if I didn't remake those plans, I could have right. then I could have just came on.
1: I just felt terrible. No, don't, like, don't worry about it, dude. Also, I'm sure I was, I was being probably hard about it, but... Uh, no,
3: you just were like, hey... I, I thought we were like, on on we, we
4: going to be like the first episode or like the second or third episode.
1: Second or third or something like they that. You were pretty I early, were I thought. No, so actually... I, I had, think
3: you said you had one pre-recorded with shorts, right? And that was going to
1: be your first one? No, I had all 10 re- pre-recorded. Uh, you guys would have been basically like episode 12 or 13, but I had put out oh. all 10 at first. It was like, a, like ah, okay. I had 10 recorded and released them all at the same time, so you would have been like one of the first uh, of the new ones, if that makes sense, but... No hard feelings. No big deal, yeah. well, Michael. When you hit me up the other day, I was I was stoked to. I, to I do always listen
4: to him, and I was like, dude, it's about time I fucking do this thing. Like I, all my friends, like I saw like Noah Coho's. I thought it was funny. I'd yeah, see, Colby did it. Like, Noah's was yeah. good. Yeah, Noah's oh, yeah. was
1: real. His his poker story. How,
3: how's great. Noah doing?
1: It was cool to see, man. I again, I you going like I, was gonna I say, right. you probably connect with a bunch of people. I haven't seen you in years. You know, like what's it going to be like? But it was it was really cool. He was he was such a uh, I don't know, man. Just because, dude.
3: Literally, the week you put that out, he sent me a a Snapchat memory. Of me and Michael and him, uh, we like, whatever, smoked some weed and stuff, and it was like when we were in high school. He we sent me like, that to And uh, it just made me remember, because when Noah transferred from St. Charles East, Yes. Uh, I, like, I wasn't like his first friend, you know, he made, but I was like kind of one of the first few, you know? Right. Because I kind of felt that like when I had to switch schools and come to South Elgin and stuff, so I, like, I was like always like super nice to him, and I wanted to, you know, be friends with him and stuff. So, like, we ended up hitting off well, and We you know, we hung out a lot in the beginning. But yeah, like over the years, I haven't really kind of i don't talk to him too much but like whenever i yeah. you know hear from him and stuff it's same old same old right you know we still keep it well, honestly
4: it's a great idea for a like, just like connect with people like you're like cool as fuck with but like you know like they'd, you're still cool but like, you don't like hang out with and just big, like yo like catch me up on your life i'm sure you hear some fucking hilarious shit like no it's great man it is it's fun like, you just like tell the story of like what happened like in between the
1: time you like haven't like hung out exactly yeah and also you yeah, get I mean, i've gotten a ton of tea right like all these people talking shit about other people and stuff that's that's always fun oh, too yeah. but uh yeah, man, I don't know, it's fun. Obviously, it's also kind of cheesy and weird, and, you know, like, I'm sure people uh, talk shit or whatever, but it's, so far, in person, everyone's been, like, very positive and oh, supportive, so I it's, it's I mean, cool, like, you know? what I like, I think, I
4: think it's, like, everything. I think at first, like, people, like, I honestly, even, like, I was like, I was like, oh, a podcast, like, what's this? But, like, dude, it's been going great, and I was like, hell yeah, I want to go on this shit. Well, you, oh, know yeah. how, you know how
3: it goes, like, I felt like, not personally, right, because this isn't my podcast, but, like. I can relate this to probably like when we were doing lucid exactly when I like was trying to film music videos like weird at first, the people that you know, will support you. It's very apparent. And then like, there's probably some people that are like, Oh, this guy's trying to do this. Like, Oh, blah, blah. blah." And then it's like, if something happens, you end up popping off, things go good. You make it whatever you want to call it. Then like those same people are going to be quick to be like, oh Drew, let me come on the pod. Exactly, let me come on the yeah. pod, bro. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I was a day one supporter. You know how many
4: of my friends are like let's make a podcast? None of them have ever fucking done that shit. This is you yeah, you actually, you're actually, actually, you're actually it. doing you, it. You, yeah. you talked the talk and did it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Respect. how many times you've been smoking weed and just been like, bro, this is hilarious. <gasps> yeah. Dude, Dude I podcast. So, real quick, I don't want to go back into this subject,
3: but the sports betting thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're familiar with the area, there's this guy named Trent. I don't know. He's known a as the Fade God. Okay. Very like he's, he's like probably the most hilarious. popular guy in the sports betting community. Okay. He's just known for being wrong every single yeah, time. He's just awful. Every <laughs> he's just awful. single time. And but he's uh, funny. There's accounts that literally just take the opposite of everything he does, and they're up like copious units. Hilarious. And uh, he copious was kind of. And he was the first guy. He was the first guy to like bring people on, do like a sports betting podcast style. Uh, he did, like, TikTok Lives, would bring guests on. They would give their picks. It started as a TikTok Live. Then he moved to um, Twitch. Now he does a, a Twitch stream every day at 1 o'clock. Right. Brings on, like, new guests and reoccurring guests. Tracks all their bets. Does it? It's a full show. It's, like, watching ESPN for sports gambling. Awesome. And yeah, I just remember, hilarious. like, me and Michael literally first started, like, watching him, like, when it was literally, like, TikTok Lives. And Now it's his full-time job. Now it's, like, his full-time gig and stuff. And I kind of forgot where I was going with this, but... Um, It's possible. It's possible, and it's just... uh
1: I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. I thought about There's doing a TikTok live thing. Guerrero's made like tons of money about selling Pokemon cards. You guys know what? Oh, Did I've you listen to that one?
4: That. I listened to the one where he got robbed in the car, or like not robbed, but, like almost tried to get killed.
1: Yeah, that was funny. That you were telling your story about yeah, getting robbed. It's similar. similar, but similar I, thing. I
4: didn't. He didn't, didn't try to kill me.
1: He thought they were homies with him. Then he was getting to drive home, and then he realized that they were going the opposite direction. And then he like, yeah, he got at a stop like, sign. He just like got out, and, and like, they like, they, like him. they grabbed him. They're like, you're not going anywhere. Over a Pokemon card? No, 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 no Pokemon. over like his chains and shit. He was at the club or something. Yeah, he was at the club. He was like partying with these guys. But so now, what he does it, on TikTok Live, he buys these like uh, registered, you know, packs of like 200 Pokemon cards, basically, right? And then you get a guaranteed certain amount of like legendary cards, whatever the fuck, right? And then when he like does a this, profit
3: share of like a
1: he buys a pack of um, I don't know, I don't think it's profit share. Like, I don't know what like like that dividend charge. It's like a pack. <laughs> it's a pack, and you're basically guaranteed at least one rare card, okay. and then a couple B plus cards, whatever the fuck. Anyways. Sure. He then goes on Instagram, uh, TikTok live, labels all of the cards with a number, and then he sells each card to the stream. I've yeah. seen a they couple buy guys it, and then yeah, he yeah. pulls the number, and then it's, it's like it's like you're gambling. I'm like, I, I saw that, but with that uh, with
3: with sports cards. Same there's a, there's a guy that does that. It's like people will send, uh, you know, he have, have like his Cash App or Venmo. So that's and you Cash App them. You pick a number. He opens up that pack, and then you get he'll just pick. okay, Drew, your pack number five opens up pack number five. All right, you got this, this, and that. Send me your address, blah, 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 and then he ships the cards out. Exactly. Yeah. That's
4: the thing I don't think I've ever gotten into. Like, as much as I love sports, I've never been like, I'm going to buy sports cards. Well, you Someone, like the memorabilia. I do. I do. I'm a big fan of that, but I think it's like, it. it's it's something you can, like, look at. And it's, like, cool. Like, something about, like, a card to me just doesn't, doesn't like, tickle my taint.
3: Well, it's cool when you have something that you know is, like, rare and worth it. Yes. I feel like if you're just collecting, like, random players like that oh, probably not wrong made,
4: with it like I'm, i mean dude, people probably look at half the shit i collect I'm like that's weird but like yeah something about a card it's just like i don't know dude like just to know that it was printed for like
1: uh, 50 cents i don't even think guerrero was like that into pokemon specifically until he found out the money i think he liked it a little bit yeah. or whatever but i think if i remember like he was just on tiktok got on somebody doing the exact same thing on a stream spent like 500 bucks or something and then was like woke up the next morning and was like I got to do this myself. Like, what the fuck am I doing? And then he just bought, sold out right away. He, dude.
3: One thing I like about Guerrero, he's making he's more making money bank.
1: than he's making at his job doing what? this. What? Yeah. So, funny story about Guerrero. See, that's...
4: I wish I was... Th- I want to do that.
3: When I uh, when I first met Guerrero, it was freshman year. We were playing football. And uh, he asked, yeah, like... YouTube generally. He asked me basically where I came from. I told him about the Beacon thing. He's like, oh, you make videos? And I was like... I mean, for school, like, I don't really do it personally. I was like, I probably should, but... He's like, oh, I, you know, I used to do YouTube. And then, like, one day I asked him, like, yo, send me, like, one of your videos. And, dude, he had, like, a huge uh, YouTube following. and he, Yeah, a couple was, thousand followers. Yeah, and he was making big. And he said it's because when he was a kid, he uploaded a video of him opening up a pack of Pokemon cards. Really? And he drew, like, a rare Charizard card. And he said that video, like, went viral, like back in the day and he said he was like still getting Whoa. like the, the the monthly payout from youtube for like all the views and the right. monetization yeah and then he made like a couple just like i don't know if you not vlogs but they were kind of like
1: the vlogs before vlogs a little I bit think he tried to make like almost like funny sketches right like, kind yeah, of like videos sketches, yeah. of him and his friends like hanging out and stuff yeah
3: and those were still getting views because he still had all the subscribers yeah. from the pokemon shit and i and then he just stopped doing it and he said I he got
1: recognized at six flags like kids would come up to him and be like bro i watch you on youtube and he's like yeah no big deal it's, like, yeah. and <laughs> I, it's it it pictures. Was so funny
3: because like you know how guru is <laughs> just so, so nonchalant oh of course and i was like well you're gonna like keep doing videos he's like eh, maybe he said people would make Smart fun man. of him so that's why why he stopped see that's what i'm saying Which is dude. is crazy it, it, it's and now, now like he's in, in the bahamas for it's just like it's weird. Weird. yeah it's just like we were saying about the podcast like everyone will be quick to tease you until it's making you money exactly. and it, you're doing well and things are going good. That's what I keep telling Riley.
4: <laughs> she like, Th- does she ever
1: come on? She's making fun of me. So she's like,
3: Friday nights we should be
1: getting dinner. We did, uh, we fucking potting up. We did the episode with Gianna that just came out. this Oh yeah, you week. just dropped that. Song, yeah. And uh, Riley was there. She was in the background. She talked a little bit, she kind of. So it was a little, a little secretive. Uh, I Got some plans. I, I got an idea for maybe maybe the that be funny. The fiftieth episode with, uh, maybe. We'll see.
4: Here's a funny one. I know one uh, with Ryan Dobeck. I know yeah. I know Ryan Dobeck.
1: From wrestling. I wrestled with him. Oh shit. A, yeah,
4: he was a state champ. As, That's uh, crazy. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I listened to that whole thing.
1: Yeah, he's my guy. Gianna's boyfriend.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's I know it's like small world.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, I always don't like that
1: yeah they actually told like how they met each other at ecc and it was like kind of like destined like he showed up late to the first day of class and the only seat was open was next to her and then since really? then they've like been together it's really cool picking
4: up chicks at the community college I like it. literally
1: crazy sure. all right guys thank you so much this has been fucking awesome um i would love to do this again maybe we do another episode with your roommate or john comes back in town or something like that it'd be it'd be dope
3: 100 yeah because i i uh I feel like once this is over, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I should have said this or should have yeah, said right. that or should have said how it or, goes? Because like, when we were talking about Chicago, I wanted to like talk about how like Michael got locked out one time. and
4: But we'll, <laughs> we'll say dude, there's so many fuck. I got robbed twice. There's actually a second robbery story, <laughs> but I'll save that for a uh, uh, perfect, perfect Ma- yeah. teaser. I mean, Michael was- got locked out of his house
3: and I had to wedge myself between two buildings and scale all the way up. <laughs> oh, onto the- my
4: God. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm just a perfect target, man. I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, if you want to cue target.
3: the outro, I'll still tell you it. But yeah, it's yeah, a belly. Can you trim it if I just say it right now? Yeah, you can say it. Okay. And then we'll do the outro. Yeah. Okay. So we're um we go out one night in Wrigley and we're just like it it was like one of Michael's like first like months in Chicago. So it's like my first time kinda going out in Chicago and stuff. And we kept going to this place, you know, sluggers. I don't know sluggers. It's a Right yeah. It's a bar with a batting, batting cage, cage upstairs. Bars. Horrible okay, idea. Yeah, yeah. And dude, it. we are just hammering vodka Red Bulls and just going in the batting cages and I'm like, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like there's no way they allowed bats, balls, and alcohol together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get just blitzed and we're like we, we uh we since we're in Wrigley, we stayed till close, we couldn't get an Uber. So we, we used to like ride the Divi bikes all the way back to Lincoln Park. And we went and there's uh, there was a pizza place down the street from Michael's old house. And we picked up a pizza. We get back home and like we're walking up to the door, and Michael's doing the like pocket pat. Like, oh, it's in this pocket. Wait, no, maybe this pocket. And then all of a sudden, he just turns around and he gives me that like, you Yo, know, I'm like, I'm like, where's your keys? He goes, they're fucking inside. Oh, and I'm like, a disaster. And our buddy Scully, like, wasn't there, you know, because that was his roommate at the time. So there's like no one else to let us in. And Michael gave a spare key to, uh, Chivong, which is, uh, the guy who we went out for his birthday when we met Alshon and he lives over in, uh, in Wrigley. And it was like three in the morning. He's asleep. So Michael's like, he's like looking up at the balcony and I'm like looking at him and he's like, I think I did leave the balcony door unlocked. If we can just somehow get up there and, I, you know, we're thinking logically, right? We're like, well, maybe if we call like the fire department, they can like throw a ladder. We'll just crawl up, go in the, you know, go in the house stuff. And, uh, in Chicago, you know the buildings are like so close to each other. Right, I can picture it. I'm yeah. just looking at you know, hammered right, Spread and I'm like Eagle, and I'm like, you think I can like scale up there and like get in that way? And he's like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Fuck it. So yeah, try. You know, so I go in between the two buildings, and I put my back up against one wall, on my feet, right, and I just kind of start Shimmy. inching, inching. You know, so I was like two feet off the ground, three feet off the ground, six feet off the ground. Now I'm like 10 feet in the air. That's serious. And then Michael kind of like comes around. He looks at me. He's like, oh, man, like, like keep going. And I was like, all right, that's what I'm thinking, right? And he's like, yeah. What floor
1: are you on? Second or third? Second. Okay. Second.
4: So. But if you fall, there's a fence that's like a metal black like fence. Like the fence. Right. You'd get spears. impaled. Like you'd get, I would
3: die. Right. So I was like, oh, we'll just, I'll, uh we'll keep going. And uh, Michael's buddy, know, he's got a little accent. He's like, if you fall, I'll get you. Yeah, he's 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 born in Trinidad and Tobago. He's born in Trinidad. Caribbean guy. And then he's like, oh, my fucking God, you're going to fall and break your fucking neck. (laughs) And and we're like trying to. You're not helping. Yeah. And then, (laughs) you know, him and Michael are standing under me kind of like this. And I just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. going. He's like, dude, you're so close. You're so close. And like I said, I was really taking my time, right? Because I was so scared because I'm just pushing. And I'm like, what if my legs get tired? You're also drunk as fuck hammered and I'm like Fuck. dangerous and I keep going and I keep going. And then the hard part was like once you get up, you still had to figure out how to like around swing around and get right. on the balcony. Right. And I got to that point where I just got all the way up to like right where the buildings are parallel, right? And I'm like right on like that on the edge. And I'm like, Michael, like how do I get from here like around and onto the balcony? He's like, well like maybe just like swing your one foot up and then just like let go and grab it. You basically just have to do a leap of Do fifth. the splits, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so, sketchy. <laughs> I just fucking sat there for a few minutes, and then I'm like, all right, well, like, my legs are really tired now. Like, I just got to do it. So, I just, like I said, kind of swung the one leg, and then pushed off and just went like this as fast as I could to, like, torque myself over, and then I just grabbed on and then just, like, got back on. And then I was like, the moment of truth. Is it open? <laughs> <laughs> go, 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 go. go, go the fucking balcony door is locked.
1: Oh my God. You fucking. I'm like, well
3: now I'm stuck on your balcony and I can't like, now what? I'm like, now you got, now you got to call the fire department. And, uh, he had a, like, yeah, you know the thing you use to uh, scrape your windshield when you get ice on it. Right. 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 He had like one of those like laying on his thing and I'm looking at the window and I'm like, I can use this to pop the screen off. And I know a hundred percent your windows unlocked. And he's like, do it, do it. So he just like, Took the little ice scraper. I popped the screen off and the fucking window slid right open. Whoa. Crawled right in the window, went back downstairs and let him in. That's fucking epic. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And he was really cool. It was a two flat. So he was really cool with the downstairs neighbors, but they were, they kind of would come and go because they were, they were DePaul students. So like sometimes they weren't there. Right. So like we were banging on the door, like hoping they would hear us and like just come back. Oh, hey, Michael. Yeah. Um, So, scaled all the fucking way up there, dude, and then got in. And I was That's like, "That's oh fucking legendary, God. man. That's cool." That's yeah, cool. the pizza was still warm. Hell yeah.
4: yeah, Sarpinos,
3: Sarpinos, save the day. I just remember we get hammered, and I'd be like,
4: "Sarpinos, Sarpino's. get some <laughs> ad revenue out of
3: them." If
4: you're drunk and want a pizza in the suburbs, of and Chicago. dude, it was so
3: funny because when we would call them, they were like, "No, we're drunk," and every time we call them, they'd be like, "Are you gonna come get it?" Because it was, was pickup only, or they would say like, "Are you gonna make it?" Yeah, you know, like, are you going to make it here? Because it'd be, like, 15, 20 minutes. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to make it. So we would just go, and we would just sit outside. Because it was, like, a storefront. You couldn't, like, actually go in there and eat. So we would just like sit drive there. Through. Sometimes they'd kind of give you, like, the little wave. And right. you'd come yeah. and grab your pizza. But yeah. That's awesome. <sighs> <laughs> and then he did it again fucking two weeks later
4: yeah. without me. And then I had to do it. I had to scale up on Fucking the
1: locked himself out again. I had to do it's it, really it all scary. over. really scary. Like, it's looking hilarious.
4: down then like, you could die.
1: So when you were doing it, were you kind of like i saw oh, kyle dude. already i was I no i was thing.
4: really scared like I, you know you're so drunk you're like doing something you're like oh my god like i need to snap into this because my life could seriously be in danger if i fuck
1: this up right when you're driving home a little too drunk and you're like oh, oh this, this was is way worse than, than that bro you ever like climb something adrenaline like, you ever like, you like be in the bit. ocean
4: like deep like really fucking drunk and you're like okay like i can't fuck this up because i could die right wait a second yeah you're like i need to like get my fucking shit together yeah
3: yeah because i told michael i was like dude we gotta make a promise like this is not an option for when you get locked out. Like, we just got lucky. I was oh, able yeah. to do it the first time. Yeah, like, I called like, the landlord yeah. the
4: first time. He said, like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, the guy lives in, like, Palos Hills or something. He's like, I'm not coming. It was, like, 3 in the morning.
3: <laughs> yeah, because the only people that had a spare key was... was Shivy or Michael's dad. Yeah, I gave it to my buddy. So it's, like, either go all the way back to Elgin, get a key, and Crazy come all the way stuff. back. Or... Somehow get Siobhan to wake up at three, four yeah. in the morning. That's no, not
4: happening and He wasn't Siobhan from our high school, was he? No, no, no. no. no his name's not Siobhan, It's Siobhan
3: Siobhan, I just say Siobhan Oh, yeah. I'm probably throwing a G on it as well. Siobhan, I just call him Shiv. We call him Chevy though. That's right. Chevy. I never call him by his like full name. It's just always Chevy.
1: Right. Way cooler. Way cooler.
3: But yeah, he was a Michael's fraternity brother. Yeah. He's from Trinidad.
4: He moved to the states when he was like 13. So.
3: he's
1: from the islands. That's awesome. He's
4: a cool guy.
3: He's cool as fuck.
1: We got to go. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, Michael, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. Epic episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We are out. Play it.